Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. I am Countess Vaughn. And I am Dee Reese. This is The Read. Hootie who? Why are you Countess Vaughn this week? I don't know. I just couldn't think of another nigga to name, honestly. So, okay. shout out to Countess Vaughn, wherever you at doing things with your eyes. Um. So, yeah, back another week. My God, I don't know if y'all know what it takes to get down here sometimes, some week, like the energy it takes to pull it together because hell is literally freezing over and it's raining snow outside right now. It's just a mess, but I'm just completely over it. We here anyways. Did you watch the uh, Oscars? Um, so shout out to Hulu because they actually put the Oscars on Hulu the next day, which I feel like they should do that with every award show, whether yeah. it's Hulu or whatever other uh service. Um, so I did not watch the Oscars when they aired. I like looked at like the red carpet stuff to see who I thought looked a mess and who didn't. Um, I won't name any names. A couple of y'all really like these people, so I'm gonna leave them alone. Um but yeah, I watched the show on Hulu the next day. So that was a blessing because the Oscars are very, very, very long. And I got to fast forward through all of the shit That's I don't nice. give a fuck about. That's nice. Um, you know, I respect like the whole industry of film, filmmaking and all of those things and each and every job that goes into it. But I don't necessarily need to see like who won like editing or like. Some of those are really industry specific. Like, it's just like, okay. Right. The ones I care about are usually like the first five minutes and then the last maybe 10, 15. That's how they get you. They started off with something everybody wants to see. And then they just kind of put all the stuff that goes in the middle in the in the middle. So I liked the, like most of the montages. The ones that they showed before are like uh, categories mm-hmm. of like all the previous winners of yeah. different categories. Um, whoever mixed all of those clips together for the show they deserve their own award Mm -hmm. they should have been highlighted (laughs) um i particularly like the one that was kind of about it was less of like a montage and it was mostly like like it was a bunch of celebrities that were sitting down i think talking about inclusion and like the importance of different stories and points of views being involved in film and stuff and that whole thing brought together was really dope and a lot of the points that were made there were really good stuff but 
Overall, it was still the Oscars. I didn't expect the people I wanted to win to win mm-hmm. things. Um, I didn't watch most... No, I think I watched most of... The only Best Picture nominees I didn't see was three billboards over Outside. Chickasaw <laughs> County, whatever the fuck that shit's called. <laughs> Wait a minute now. I, I didn't watch that. to Chickasaw County. Um... So when Frances McDormand, is that her name? I think so. When she won, I couldn't, like, I typically like to go and watch all of the movies so that, like, if mm-hmm. somebody wins that I didn't want to win, I can say, oh, well, no, they should have given it to that. But I can't be like, Fuck you know, her, right. Because I really felt like Homegirl from The Shape of Water should have won or Margot Robbie. So you liked Shape of Water? I did. I heard it was about fish fucking. Okay. Is it really? Does she have sex with a fish in the movie? You should watch the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Well, talk about fish fucking. Well, like, not maybe not about so it, but fish fucking happens. Then just it's not the it's idea a good movie. of that has me like, oh my god. But I it's do love like, Octavia Spencer. I will like support her till the end of time. So I feel like I I will watch it. But that premise was floating around on the internet all night, and I was like, oh, okay. So maybe that'll be the last one. It's I a look love at. story okay. in a way. Sort of. Okay. But it's, whatever. It's a good movie. I'm cautious, but okay. And I just really thought that, oh God, what is her name? Sally. I'll figure it out. But Sally Field? Was she nominated or something? No, sweetie. But anyway, I think that she should have won for her role in the movie because I thought that she, Sally Hawkins, she did a really, really good job in that role. And I thought that Margot Robbie did a great job as Tanya Harding, but I never saw the movie for the homegirl one. So I just had to sit there and eat that, I guess. Um, Knew they weren't going to give Octavia Spencer an award. She won one already. And so. Yeah. And that was a very tough category. Best Supporting Actress was a was a rough one. And I felt like Allison Janney deserved it because her portrayal of Tanya's mama in that movie was like dead on. If you compare it to the documentary footage and all that, I just felt like she really embodied yeah, that no, character. She was great. And I like Allison Janney, but that was I mean, that was that was a rough one. I do love Octavia Spencer, but I wasn't mad to see Allison Janney win, especially because I know they're friends and they've worked together before. I thought Homegirl from um, Phantom Thread was going to win that. I have, I definitely have not seen that. That movie is like, I was surprised that it wasn't as bored as I expected it to be. Okay. That's that's good. Um, and I really like, what's his name, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. He's very talented. And also kind of like weirdly a hottie. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll be looking at these white men like, no, wait a minute. Which one is that? Right. <laughs> I'm fine. Um... So my black excellence was, a go- of course, going to go to uh, Jordan Peele for screenplay, which that was one where I was like, I don't even feel like I need to see all of these. Although I did see a good number of them. I was like, you just get out. Come on. Like, right. you can't tell me original screenplay. No, that has to. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just such a great idea for a horror movie. And so I was I knew I felt like they gave him. Well, I felt like he. He won Best Screenplay, first of all, because he deserved it. But also, it was kind of like the Academy being like, okay, we're not giving this nigga Best Film. <laughs> we're not giving him Best Director. Right. Like th- That is out of the question. Don't ask. We're not giving Daniel Kalu anything. Don't ask. But 
best screenplay is like still a really dope ass award to win and Absolutely. him being the first black person to win it especially original right like, right that's original screenplay so it was just that was I, felt, I knew they were gonna give him that oh I, I, I did not to. I did not but I was <laughs> there was no thrilled. other <laughs> so they can't totally shut out <laughs> I'm one of Get those out. types of like real jaded niggas too that just feel like you know oh I like I feel the exact same way like they mm-hmm. gave him all of these things and it's great to say oh first black man to be nominated for director and picture and this and all that stuff and oh my goodness Daniel's nominated for this blah 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 so Get Out has like a moment in the presence and we can't act like it didn't right but I was like they ha- like the one they're gonna give him is screenplay I can see them being like no we're not even thinking about it. the picture then we're not even thinking about actor or best supporting or mm-hmm. lead or in a supporting no none of that but what we will like how could you argue with that right right how could you again and it was so good and it had it was a very a original idea it was yeah it was so shout out to Jordan Peele shout out to D-Rees I guess because you watched it on Hulu you didn't see the commercials oh no but the commercials were excellent they were really fucking good how so, so? Issa Rae well First of all, I felt like maybe to match the theme of the Oscars, which was, you know, still hosted by a white man, but let's very deliberately talk about inclusion and sexual assault and all this other stuff. I felt like the commercials reflected that. Twitter had a really great commercial that ultimately still doesn't make any sense because Twitter is not going to do anything about the Nazis and all that. So it was like gorgeous commercial, though. Really great commercial. I'm sure. Lots of dope people. Chrissy Teigen had a couple commercials that were funny. She and her husband are always a good time. Um, but Dee Reese produced the best commercial of the night, and it's for Walmart. And I'm not going to ruin it for you because you really should see it, but it's like a it's like a minute-long movie. It's so good. It's a little black girl talking to her mama, and there's a black superhero involved, and you should just see it. But it's fantastic. So the commercials, I think, really were better than the show in a lot of spots because it's like they were Jimmy Kimmel was bitching about how long the show is but then they have the most ridiculous bits that they could have cut out like I love Lakeith Stanfield but why did he run out on stage doing the the get out thing that was just like what this is so awkward and weird or when he called for volunteers to go across the street to the theater to hand out candy and stuff to regular people like I've noticed that they've been doing that in the last couple of of uh, Academy Awards where they have some moment where it's a, some of the celebs go and do stuff with the regular people like wasn't right. it last year that they had a whole bunch of them walk yeah. into the theater yes. and yes. had that old black had them man. on stage <laughs> right and that was when I think that's where that meme, meme of that lady on stage came from with that white man whispering in her ear or whatever but I, it's kind of fuzzy but it's like stuff like that y'all could have very easily cut out and we would have saved you know 10, 15 minutes or whatever Maybe on this an show. Hour. Like this didn't, this did not have to happen. But overall, I felt Jimmy Kimmel did a good job. The show is cute and funny. The award, the acceptance speeches were pretty good. Jimmy Kimmel, I think of him crying about that line. Oh, right. I forgot all about that. Every time I forgot all about that. Jimmy Kimmel, when was the last time you cried for black lives? I remember. Oh, God. That's what I see every time. I had totally forgotten about <laughs> So, but anyway, yeah, I enjoyed the show long as shit, but it Tell was Tell me how Kobe Bryant also won an award. Yeah, I think he produced a documentary about basketball and so it was then, an animated short film. Oh, just kidding. Or maybe That's, that is I about basketball. Expected, it is, but okay. I would have expected a documentary. It's apparently a cartoon called Dear Basketball. 
don't oh, know if it's like okay. about his life or I don't know. I've well, never seen or heard about it. I <laughs> right. didn't even know he was nominated. No, me either. So to see him on stage, even I was like, what? What is this? What happened? Uh, and that started a whole nother conversation about how are we talking about sexual assault and then Kobe being on stage. But yep. that I mean, that is what it is. But then also how many other men in that audience and on that stage are also sexual predators and we just don't or people who have committed some form of sexual assault and we just don't know about it. Probably most. Like so, every time the disaster artist came across the screen, I was sitting there like, oh, well, let's see if I hear some clapping or some applause. And they gave the girls like James Franco. I don't think it was nominated for anything, but the disaster artist was nominated for maybe a couple of awards. Okay. And so when it would come across or whatever, people would still applaud because, I mean... Right. A whole bunch of people put in work besides him. <laughs> right. It's not right. These productions are not just that one person, but right. that one person's name being attached can be what makes or breaks public perception about the project. So Also, I don't care about Tommy Wiseau, so I never even saw that. I don't. I, okay. You're fine. Sure. You don't even need to. <laughs> After all of the best original song performances, though, and then Coco winning all of the animated awards, I did go and watch Coco the very next day. And again, wept off and on for like the last 45 minutes of that movie. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Very good. I didn't cry. It's beautiful. I did. Um, I, just, like everybody I know did. <laughs> and I'm surprised you're the that only I did. one who's like. I cried no, everything. Mm, I true. cried that spearmint gum with the, where they sing that I can't. You know that song? The help falling, falling in love with you. That real slow yeah. shit. That made me cry <laughs> first time I heard it. It was melodic. <laughs> well, it just was, it was just, it it tugged at me in so many ways. It's the really idea good. of being forgotten after death and another death after that and all, right, all of the different aspects. I just was a wreck, especially the last 10, 15 minutes or so when he's like rushing to get home to play the song for Coco. I just, oh God. So that movie is truly, truly yeah. amazing. Like that was the one all the awards and then some. Where it was like, okay, Coco's nominated for uh, best animated film. Okay, Coco was gonna win. Like I didn't even bother. I haven't seen the others to or anything. But yeah, no. the was... only other one I think I even heard of was Ferdinand. Oh no, I've heard of the Boss Baby, which Boss I've never baby. seen. Is that is that the one where it's literally a baby who is like dressed up as a CEO or so or something? Something like that. I think the baby's actually grown, or I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's a grown man. Okay, whatever. I don't. I, don't, know. I think yeah, Alec no, that, is the It worst. never looked like it was for me. It didn't. So, so I've I never watched that. Yeah, one. no. That's like the the uh, what was the animated where they had a whole movie about emojis? The emoji movie. <laughs> That's the name of it. That also did not look like it was meant for me. I'm never going to watch that. Right. That's not my type Ever. of thing. So, I, but Coco is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, definitely rent that or whatever. It was free on my files. And I was like, okie doke. Yeah. Excellent movie. Turned right around and bought it. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um... All right, so congratulations to our Black Excellence winner. Everybody Black who was nominated and, and or won. Or won mm-hmm. things. And, you know, special congratulations to Mary J. Blige. Of course. You know, for your moment there. Your historic nominations. Kill You makes you stronger, <laughs> first of all. Um, who, was, who was the woman who was singing... Um, that circus song. The song from The Greatest Showman, This yeah. Is Me. So I went and downloaded it afterwards because I was like, I feel like all of the song performances um, that night were a little off. Like the Full? <laughs> it just, right. I don't know if it was. And the fact that it was everybody made me think that maybe it's more of a production thing or maybe everybody's nerves were fucked up. I don't really know, but her name is Kiala Settle. I hope okay. I'm saying that right. And I guess she's actually in the movie too. I've not seen The Greatest Showman. I actually didn't see it The Greatest Showman. Uh, it did not come highly recommended to me. But she sounds amazing on that song, and that song, that performance, seeing her get so emotional performing on stage and singing yeah. made me cry. And I was like, really, bitch, crying at the Oscars. But that's a great song. All right. So this week in um, Fifty Shades of Tops. Okay. Um, so sure. we talked about Naomi Campbell dating this guy Skepta, uh, the grime artist, rap artist, hip hop, yeah. London thing. Not too big for your boots. Um, is that the right one now? No, that's Stormzy. Okay, so well, then why do you? No, because I was reminding myself, like, that is not the same person. Oh, not too big. Right. Not too big. Right. right, Not him. Um, So, yeah, I I gave my piece on Skepta saying, you know, that he, I guess he's actually a good looking guy. He Um, is. He's quite cute. care about his music. I know a lot of y'all in London apparently are holding that against me. That's fine. (laughs) You're allowed. 
I don't dislike um, it, but I can't say it like I'm. Yeah, I don't think he's I can't say trash. Right, no. Like I just don't. I like grime, but I don't follow grime artists. If that if that makes sense. I follow a few. He's just not one of them. Okay. Um. Anyway, so this is the thing now with him and Naomi Campbell. Apparently, she leaked some campaign that they're doing together for British GQ. Oh, okay. Um, where she's like topless and some boy shorts or not boy shorts. They look like men. I don't know. Box of briefs, draws. <laughs> And, yeah, there's lots of brown skin. It's a very sexy, sultry thing. But apparently this is supposed to be like a secret campaign or there was some kind of promotion. Oh, no. That uh, Naomi just said, fuck it. I don't want you to see me and my nigga. It feels like you can't do that. And then she deleted it, I think. And then tried to go and promote it the right way and post like some photo of the t- like the two of them again but it's cropped so you can only like see their torso or part of it with a big question mark first of all everybody like he has tattoos so yeah. most people would know <laughs> who he was anyway. who he is anyway right. secondly y'all have been spotted around and he's referred to you as his girl or girlfriend or whatever like that okay. before like so then GQ said fuck it Naomi you already ruined it <laughs> it's out they put it out Oh man, they don't have her sign an NDA or anything. I mean, she can just do whatever she, she wants, right? Did and still did. Did. I'm not I'm signing your fucking NDA. Do you want me on your magazine or not, bitch? So she's on the cover of uh, GQ with yeah. Skepta. It says race, sex, love, and power. It is very sultry, and I wouldn't mind a uh, sex tape leaking. Yeah, he he's looking like he did not have to be directed for this shoot at mm-hmm. all. He didn't need nobody nope. to tell him what to do, how to look at her. Chemistry. Like, this is very... Right. This looks extremely real. Like, if the crew was not there, this would be a totally yeah. different... Yeah. So, but very sexy. I've seen some other pictures like, of them. They look good together. They call, like, rap or whatever, and they still have... Ra- okay, we're done. <laughs> you guys, you They're can like, literally y'all leave. y'all are done. <laughs> Your car is waiting outside. <laughs> we are not done. You make... You can go. Um, Naomi Campbell will probably never be on attractive in all of her days right it's not um, looking like it my it's really not humble guy like <laughs> and wow. shout out to her for getting a nigga 12 years younger than her yes somebody to keep up I know Naomi was like I don't have time for these 50 year old niggas <laughs> they don't keep it up and they can't keep going this nigga Skepta gives me rounds everybody is dating younger men okay Skepta is 35 mm-hmm. though. okay right so that's still she's 47 like, right I mean yeah 12 but years I'm younger just, is still an adult I just wanted to know like the exact age for my own curiosity 35 is I've seen enough and hopefully right hopefully he's not a dumbass have <laughs> like at least a 35 year old sensibility and behavioral pattern but you always have to cross your fingers and and wish real hard when it comes to men because they just unlike black china who's oh what the fuck is that you're going to college like what are those things that's what what, i don't know mixers the first day of college where everybody goes orientation freshman orientation she's going to freshman orientation (laughs) if that he looks like high school is maybe not done for him like maybe this is his last semester he has a childlike face even like looking at that boy i'm like that is a child like that is nobody's grown man and what is she like 28 29 girl what are you doing that's nasty it is nasty that is i'm no i'm sorry it's gross her ass is 75 (laughs) and that's another thing she needs to go back under the knife and why don't you just take it out remove can you i don't know some cases like like it's not that all always that easy depending on i think it depends on what they first of all who you went to what they put in there because the really good doctors are expensive how they, they did it right what they put in 
how they did it right. Whether and Black you- China has had that ass for longer than she's had the amount of money I'm guessing she has at this point. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a gag to me that when she was dancing at KOD or whatever, she took, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a buddy passed down to Brazil or oh, no, Dominican to Republic DR, or wherever yeah. it is you go. And Where them girls get them discount budget surgeries or whatever. And it's just not worth it because look at how it ages. I think Kim Kardashian got hers corrected. I think she did. She had, I mean. Either that or she just stopped showing it. She could probably get like stem cells or something put together. Right? <laughs> Just reconstructing her. Just build her a new ass. I mean, she's genetically. But she needs to, yeah, Black China needs to go back and have them do something with that because it just looks disgusting. Like, I don't know who told y'all as big as it gets is like the literally the bigger the better, but at a certain point, it looks like a growth. It doesn't even look like your ass. It looks like something. You look sick. Something right. Something infected is on your ass. And it might be. And and it truly might be. So, ugh, that is... It looks like Black China is making nothing but bad decisions, which is pretty... I was almost rooting for her. I was 10, 15% rooting for her. Yeah, because especially when it looked like she was about to play the Kardashians, I think that's when I was probably team. I mean, ultimately... Yeah, she's still, Chris Jenner is still writing her child support check every month. She does have that going for her, but I just thought she was going to use her, her the new attention on her and the fact that she does have a Kardashian baby to her advantage in any way. And it looks like she has not. See, the thing about it is it's not that simple. Like you, if you were going to pull the gag out from underneath their feet, you should have had a game plan. Right. You needed a plan. You should have been ready. Like, okay, now's the the time. The gag has been released. It's a go. You didn't have one. Right. Like all this back and forth with Gloria Allred's daughter talking about, you know, who's doing who this week and I changed my mind. I'm going to sue them bitches again. And well, maybe not. And then, well, all I really wanted was a Christmas card. I didn't get to come to Thanksgiving. (laughs) And well, can you pay for my legal fee? Like whatever the fuck, that whole back and forth. It's just not cute on your end. They are always going to use their money and influence to embarrass whoever they don't like. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what they do. So you should have been prepared for that. You didn't have a game plan. And she's not doing anything that would make the rest of us want to root for her. What are you doing running around with this little boy? Thanks. That is so nasty. <laughs> Thanks. Like, you should have been out here with a nigga, like, a crisp felt Somebody like, to few elevate years. you. Right. Not somebody you elevate. Like, what are you doing? You should be pissing this nigga and the rest of them off. Like, well, actually, this is what I've been going for the whole time. Mm-hmm. I just needed for you to get this baby gestating <laughs> and then have, let me have it right. and then <laughs> give me my money so I could laugh at you. But then you decided to go and... Whatever the fuck she's doing, selling tummy tea and teeth whiteners and being just still the quintessential thought. One of the boys from Ray Schremer, the one that Dustin said looked like Eartha Kid, apparently his girlfriend. Sway Lee? Yeah, him. (laughs) Dustin said that baby looked like Eartha Kid. I mean, he did. Um, Dustin ain't shit. Apparently, they messed around because the girlfriend is saying that. Gross. The black China messed with him. I think he's also seven. And then there's. I was like, about to say, how old is he? He don't look like he's been 20. through puberty either. I don't know. They're children. Oh, God. I'm guessing 20. 19? 22. That's oh, okay. better than I thought. Much better All than right. I thought. All right. I will leave that alone. Um, Ugh, the point is, yeah, you know, black, black China. China. 
just what the fuck are you doing? Wishing you the best out there wherever you're at. And also to Naomi Campbell, who will be fine forever. And Skepta, who, you know, is dating Naomi Campbell and also seems to have like a pretty respectable right. career in rap. I think he's friends with Drake. Um, I think he's Julie's sister, Julie Adenuga. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So, you know, comes from a very musical background and mm-hmm. seems to appreciate the glory that is Naomi Campbell. This man don't look like he is underestimating or not appreciative of the gift he has been blessed with. So congrats to them. Yeah. I hope they're happy and stay happy. Um, next up. So who's not staying together happy anymore is Usher and his, uh, wife, Grace Miguel. They have been together for almost 10 years, married for two. And apparently all of that shit's gone out of the window. Now you'll remember that Usher was recently facing some troubles when a few of the girls and one uh, very uh, enthusiastic gay accused him of giving oh, him, yes. giving them herpes or sleeping with them knowing he had herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a whole kerfuffle. And then um, homegirl here, Grace, you know, was sticking by her man throughout all of the accusations. Surprising. Um, well, all of that's done. Because I guess the rumors have died down and she's like, well, I, I'm leaving you. Now that that's over with. Now that right. that's over. Did she realize eventually like, oh, they were telling the truth. Like he did cheat on me. But I mean, I f- <sighs> never mind. I'm not going to say how did you not know Usher was cheating on you? Because I feel like we all know that Usher has been out here sleeping with everybody for forever. Like, the- I mean, he's cheated before. He wrote an album about it. Right. That's so I, I just. Say, I know. Right. But I guess. I don't know. Whatever. This. That, Whatever. Here's their press release. After much thought and consideration, we've mutually decided to separate as a couple. Um, They told us, we remain deeply connected, loving friends who will continue supporting each other through the next phases of our lives. The enormous amount of love and respect that we have for each other will only increase as we move forward. They do not have any children together, but Asher has two kids from his crazy ex-wife, Tamika Foster. <laughs> you stuck the crazy in there. I did. Tamika's <laughs> nuts. Um, I don't even remember all the stuff she did. Uh, she was just a pistol. I mean, she's not crazy. She was just a lot. Like, publicly. Wasn't she on that Atlanta Exes show or yeah. something? Oh, man. Now I need to go back and look at that. But we give her a break because, you know, she had, like, right. she lost her child. Yeah, she dealt with a then, lot a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. So, and she has, she's not still like that. She's not, like, on the internet going crazy or nothing. Yeah, no, no Tamika so. seemed to have kept her mouth shut for the longest time. Maybe Usher is the one who made her crazy. <laughs> Niggas do it. Would not be surprised if that was, she probably was crazy after trying to like actually stay like a faithful married wife, like trying to keep that up with somebody who was not trying to hold up his end of the bargain. Maybe I don't know, I don't know the story. Uh, but I mean, that was yeah. right after Chili. After after the story about Usher and all these different girls and the one gay man came out, I figured it was just countdown to this divorce. So I can't say I'm surprised or anything else. Well, first of all, they say they're mutually decided to separate, which is that like, are you saying like this is the first phase of like this is leading into divorce? Because some people get separated and then never get divorced, which I don't understand. Um, That's true. Marriage also confuses me. What really confuses me, though, is the need to like uh, send us like a written note about it. I don't like. Well, this was a public. The, the publicist absolutely wrote this. But for what? 
Right. I think in order, I think it is a, a divorce announcement without wanting to say the word divorce because people who are separating but like still in counseling or want to work it out or whatever, I don't think would put out an official statement of separation through their publicists. You know, this. I, I feel like they use that wording to make it not seem so bad or to make it seem like the door is left open, but it's really not. I mean, separate could mean we're getting divorced. Like, you mean, like, I don't. I don't even care. My thing is, why? I don't know do this you young lady at all. Th- thank you. Who thank is you. Grace Miguel? Why do we even need to know? Like, why can't you separate from your husband or separate from your wife? And then that's it. That's you living your life. Oh, right. Grace Miguel and Usher don't have like a collaborative album. They didn't, you know, record 8701 <laughs> together as far as <laughs> I know. Like, true. what is the magnitude of this relationship that we even need a message about it? Like, why can't y'all just separate and then continue living your lives? Mm-hmm. If people talk about it and ask, hey, did Grace, Miguel, and Usher break up? I feel like the years of not seeing y'all niggas together would probably answer that question. <laughs> right. Like, you don't even have to. I don't get Who it. Who would have even noticed? I feel like the, after the after everybody stopped talking about the STD thing, I don't think... I just personally forgot all about that story and wasn't thinking about whether he and his wife were going to be together at all. So them announcing it didn't do anything but bring it back to our attention. But I don't know. The herpes thing actually reminded me, if not actually informed me, that (laughs) That he was was even married. married. I didn't even like I don't really pay attention to a lot of these celebrities uh, relationships and shit like that. Like they just sent me a review screener for a Tiana Taylor's show with oh, Iman. Oh, right, right, right. I haven't watched I watched that like the first 10 minutes of it and I'm not going to continue. It's oh, not no. that. And a lot of people I can tell in those 10 minutes are going to love it. They're very much a young, attractive, funny couple. They're very into each other. Yeah. They're also kind of like homies, like homeboys. Like friends. Because you know that like Tiana is tomboyish or whatever. Right, so sometimes right, she's right. from New York. <laughs> right. True. So sometimes she speaks to him like a nigga. Like I'm ready to fuck. Like what's up? What's popping? Like <laughs> oh, I bet he love that shit too. I'm sure the baby does. is perfect. He's like an amazing dad. She's fun to like watch Aww. being a mom and like people I are gonna will, really yeah, I, like I to the watch show. It. Yeah. I personally don't care because I'm not interested in relationships like especially if I don't know y'all what yeah. the fuck do I care about what the fuck y'all doing Makes as a couple sense. bitch I don't give a fuck is it all about their relationship though it's not about like their different careers I'm sure it's gonna cover you know obviously him you know being a basketball player and a champion I yeah. guess yes. she made sure to say that in like the first five seconds hello My I am Tiana Tabor I'm married to Iman Shumper NBA championship <laughs> yeah. winning like give him this call absolutely that's what you do so that's your good. husband <laughs> Like, she was like, they live for each other. It's going to be a great great. show for a lot of people. I just don't care about that type of thing. I thought about it, and I'm like, the only celebrity couples that I would even be invested in their relationship so much that I would watch a show about it, two. Beyonce and Jay-Z, and that's really only so I could see Beyonce. Like, honestly, (laughs) Jay-Z only even have to be in the finale. Exactly. It's never going to happen. But I'm just saying... You know, if if the hypothetical the universe allowed right, right, such a thing, I would only watch that again for because I don't want to see anything that has to do with Beyonce. Like, <laughs> it's true. Jay Z doesn't even have to be in it. The to only other couple honest. is like maybe Will and Jada, and that's because that's they have been one. together since I was a kid. 
I remember watching, you know, them being together. They've been the Oprah interview was really cute. They've also like publicly had ups and downs and have spoken about it publicly as well. Mm -hmm. Like I would watch that because they've been together for a very long time. And I've been a fan of both of them for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And even then, I'm sure there would be scenes that would make me cringe because I just don't care to watch other people's business like that. I would watch whatever Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson are doing. Here you go. I'm <laughs> just saying. Uh, like, the video for Make thing? Me Feel is so good. Is I that think, supposed to be a thing? Yeah. I think I think that was them saying that they're a thing. Not necessarily. I think they put out the art and made certain things clear. And then was like, the rest of it is up to your own interpretation. I think it was Janelle's publicly acknowledging the bisexuality or sexual fluidity. I definitely fluidity. got that from it. But the rumors about Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson have been going on for a long time. How long? Because I just heard At of them least from... a year. No, Tumblr has been obsessed with Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson and like breaking down all the little times they spent time together and all this stuff. I've been hearing rumors about this for a while, which is why I think it. it was them being like, yeah, we are. When together, I heard about that, um, I mean, when I saw the dirty computer, uh, trailer or whatever she did mm -hmm. like like a couple days or weeks before the videos came out that's when i first started hearing about them dating and i was like based on what like I, i'm like what? yeah i don't have like the list of receipts but i've been hearing these rumors for a long time and people have like broken it down okay this is why i think janelle Monet and tessa thompson are fucking around <laughs> that's also another like celebrity couple that i would be a fan of from the outside looking in appreciating y'all are a cute mm -hmm. couple and yay and and women on women I, i've always been a fan of y'all doing your thing mm -hmm. and so cool to see too but like, i don't need to see their business yeah well i don't know i certainly don't need to and neither one of them seems like the type to be even remotely willing to do something like right. that so i'm certainly a fan regardless but it would i think what a lot of black queer people are missing in representation is like a black out couple where both people are black and queer and into each other and out about it mm -hmm. we don't really have a lot of that no we don't we see queen latifah every now and then with her lady <laughs> But the, she's, st she's still very much like, don't ask me about my dyking, even though we all know Good. I'm dyking. Th thank you. That's, that's perfect. Fine. Every now and then, somebody with a very, very, very great zoom lens will see right. like Jeanette Queen Latifah out Queen on Latifa like a yacht yeah. somewhere in Saint Tropez <laughs> or some shit. You know, being gay together, and it's like, and that's fine. That's but, it. Yeah, but I just I feel like the white gays get that sort of thing. I see time. what you're saying, and though. it would be nice. I do see what you're saying. Like a lot of a lot of uh, of black queer couples, especially like black male, like gay queer, mm -hmm. guy, they're dating white people. Everybody, right? Like they're like all interracial <laughs> couples, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. There isn't really like there aren't that many like I, black I certainly queer can't think of black gay men. Two black gay men who are publicly into each other. Almost I can't think of that. Everyone I'm thinking of right now is dating a white guy. Right, or in the closet. Or another, <laughs> or special so, business too. Still right, but just with not, that being said, not that's her business. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it I'm is not, what it is. I don't even think there's anything wrong with it. Are these things shouldn't be created? I'm just saying that it's not for me. Right. Like, I always get uncomfortable watching couples. Oof, like interact and all of that stuff like intimacy between two people I feel like I don't want to oh my god you don't like watching people hold hands walking down the street like that is not what I'm talking about like, <laughs> oh 
<laughs> I'm not talking about PDA and all of that type of stuff. You hate seeing people like... I was on the train coming down here and this white couple across from me started kissing. And I said, ugh. And like, I didn't know I said it that, that loud. And they looked at me and I was like, oh, God. You should I'm be ashamed sorry. of yourself. sorry. <laughs> but I was just grossed. Oh, who kisses? That's not what I mean. Like, I, I don't... Maybe it's because I'm private to a certain degree, especially with that type of thing. Right. Um, that I just feel like I I would not put myself in a position like this where... Right. I mean, I currently do not put the people I date on Instagram or anything else. Like, I'm not public with my relationships. So I'm not going to ask famous people to do that either, especially when you can lose so much by being publicly gay and you can like, there are still, you know, the church folks who will write you off and not support anything you do. If you come out and there is still bias across industries for that sort of thing. So I'm not asking nobody else to be that. I just, I think it would be dope as far as, you know, I totally hear what you're saying. And I think that that will happen in, in one way or the next, hopefully in a positive, non-exploitative way. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But I'm sure I still won't watch that shit, to be honest with you. But okay. I'm, I'm happy for everybody who is out here having great relationships and mm-hmm. stuff. I think that it's very much kind of like the Tiana and Iman, because they're the couples who would be like, when are you getting home on Instagram? Because I'm leaking. <laughs> you know like, oh, yeah, they are. Like, I'm leaking. Like Janae Aiko and Big <laughs> yes. Sean. Like, oh, my clit is throbbing. Like, oh, what time are you oh getting my off? God. Like, Give me oh that big dick. You look damn girl. Like, okay. Can you not? I'm happy that you're getting some. Do it for the ones like me who ain't right. big. Yeah, get it for me, girl. Graphic. <laughs> um, right. I'm oh. gonna watch the Will and Jada one. I would, especially because they could easily be executive producers and put something out that they approve of. I would watch that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Jada is like under no circumstances. <laughs> Will, you and your little Instagram that's cute and all that. I feel like she would do it if she was, you know, if they were in full control and executive producing and all that type of stuff. I feel like it would be, the reason I like it is I feel like they would have a lot to say about relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be really on Will Smith's Instagram ready to send him, like, a five-paragraph essay about how he just continuously preaches to me. Yes, and how his Instagram was a blessing to my life. Right. That's so, surreal. I mean, I don't think, you know, they're they're not relationship experts, but I feel like I would probably get a lot of really good moments and quotes mm-hmm. out of something like that versus just watching two cute people be cute together. Right. Or know. watching Heavenly be a mess on Married to Medicine. And she considers herself a relationship expert, her and daddy. Like, I feel Ugh. like that should be, like, a title that is given to you. Like, you know something? You're, like, a, a relationship expert. Mm-hmm. Other people should so decide that you are that. Right. <laughs> that should, should not, not be give something that you're to able yourself, to say. Especially if you're very, very bad at it. Right. And everybody around you is like, wow, you're awful at what you claim to <laughs> be, like, your specialty. You're not good at this. Um, oh, so also uh, Usher was seen leaving a party recently with Amara La Negra. So now they're saying that they're dating. Oh, really? Hmm. Although they're probably just working on music together or something that like that. That would make a lot more sense. I would go there first. But, yeah. you know, you can't be like, you can't have like a male and female celebrity sit next to Being each other. Being right without, without the rumors starting. Saying, oh, hey. Um, next. Oh, so... I guess there's a theme here. Mary J. Blige has uh, finally settled her divorce from 
the fourth growth sister, uh, Kendall <laughs> Isaacs. Ashy ass. Ashy begging ass, Stephen <laughs> ass bitch. Oh, raggedy ass hoe. So apparently they're supposed to meet in uh, court on this past Monday, but somehow came to an agreement and a settlement prior to the court date. Um, they haven't disclosed what uh, the details of the settlement are. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm hoping that she ain't giving that nigga nothing but a wild cherry Capri sign <laughs> and two fingers up a piece sign. But I know. But I know realistically that's probably not it. I mean, does he deserve more than a pouch of Capri? Of course not. Of course not. Ain't no kids together. We're both very much grown. You can go out in the world and get a fucking job. Why? This is why I just keep I mean, but he can't. girls. <laughs> he can't get a job anymore. You know, he said it's been so hard for him, you know, to work now that he cheated on his wife. What did Kendu used to do? Manage groups or what was he? Well, he was her manager. I don't know what who else he managed. I know that he had like another artist because artist he slept development with one or of something, them. right? So, but what, well, okay, but there are lots of other jobs. You can go do something else. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a Marshalls right here on 125th. And I'm like, saying every prep in the city is always they hiring. can use help. Um, GameStop could always use help because they don't mm-hmm. ever not have nobody mm-hmm. in there that's working. Chick fil A is always looking for somebody with a smile. Oh my god, there's never anybody in the electronics department at Target. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of jobs out so here. So I just feel like you know, he would be all right. Fuck that nigga. So I don't know, whatever. Mary J. Blige is still our queen. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You're still breaking records and you're still beloved. Mm-hmm. And um, fuck Hindu. The only reason we even talked about him with that fake ass name is because of you. Right. And that. And now that this is all settled, hopefully we will never have to hear from him again. I'm looking forward that to it. That could be the very end of Kendu. Um, Stevie J is apparently going to jail. Oh no, my face is hot. Um... He owes more than $1.3 million in back child support, which is like a recurring story in this man's life. I feel like I've heard this a lot of times, and the number has only just gone up, but Stevie J owes lots and lots of back child support is a story I've been hearing about for years. Um, Okay, so I'm reading this. These cases are usually handled in state court, but the amount owed, the length of time, and the fact that the people involved are in different states— I'll make it a federal case. Jesus. Um, so he pled guilty for failure to pay child support back in February of last year. Has accepted full responsibility and has been ordered to fork over 1.3. Well, it's officially $1,304,835 and 86 American cents. Um, he was also placed on probation for three years. And so it looks like uh, he's got to go to court for sentencing, I think, in April. Oh, wow. Um, so how did he get uh, probation for three years and end up still having to go to jail? He must have fucked up. At I just some don't. Point. I don't think that he's paid the money. Like, <sighs> I don't really know how this has gotten to this point, but wow! It says federal prosecutors wanted him to do a hard time for the jump. So. Mm. Well, I don't know how many women this is. I don't know how many kids this is. I'm ass- I'm assuming it's a whole ass bundle, but. Stevie J has made more than enough money exploiting Jocelyn on Love and Hip Hop for years to have been paid his back child support and then some. I know good and damn well Mona's checks was enough, for, especially since Stevie J was like the head of that franchise. Since the first one. Right. 
So I know like good and 30? damn well, right? He's one of them niggas who feels like as long as he call his kid twice a month and send some shoes, then he don't have to pay child support. Clearly. And I guess he thought it was just never going to be a thing. Like he was never actually going to have to. I don't know what niggas. One point three million dollars. How many kids is that? That well, is insane. Six. That is insane, nigga. And you must ain't been paying like all their lives. I saw previews for whatever his new show is, and a there's show. a kid. Yeah, I don't know what Stevie J knows best or something. Like, <laughs> something I'm not watching. Already lying. Okay. <laughs> but there's a teenage boy on that show who has his exact same face. It oh, took me aback for a second. I was just like, holy shit. He had a show. Oh, I th- I think I know what you're talking about. Like it's is a VH1 it show Stevie that's just him and his family. Yeah, it's just yeah, him and his kids. I've, I've seen that boy on there before, and he does look exactly like him, and it's kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, so, but that child is old. Leave it to Stevie J. I think that's what it's called. That's also appropriate. Yeah. Well, I just saw that child. And was like, first of all, didn't I know Stevie J had kids that old? That little nigga looks about grown. Oh yeah. And He's... Stevie J has probably not paid child support. Over that young's life span. So if the state is charging interest and all that other stuff, and then you out here having more and more kids and still making money and just not paying your child support. Half your kids can help you pay for it. I mean, I just don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of sympathy for rich men not taking care of their children. That is just that. I just don't even know how child support, I mean, I know that like how much you earn has to do with it and stuff like that too. But like, how it gets to that much money always baffles me. I don't have kids, so I don't pay child support. Thank you, God. I mean, right. little blessings. Well, when you have them. so many kids. Right. <laughs> and you never pay child support. And there's probably all kind of fees and shit tacked in there, too. And now, all of a sudden, you got a $1.3 million bill. Especially if you know the severity of Insane. not paying it. Right. Like, why? What, what have you been doing it's with the a, past nine, ten seasons of Mona Money? game anymore. I feel like men feel like they can still get away with that because for so long, they have been able to get away with that. I mean, true. But Niggas DNA do. came along and fucked the game up. And now y'all really have to take care of these kids you made out here. And it's not optional it's not optional no more. I don't get it. It confuses well, me. Oh well, Stevie J. He is you know how I feel about him. <laughs> Ever since he came on our show, I've just been like, all right, I don't need anything else to do with that. Um so it's been looking really great out here for Safari ever since um mm-hmm. his shake weight was unleashed on to the internet really and apparently you know his new song hunted that is spelled h-u-n-n-i-d um is making its way up the itunes charts because of that dick i mean duh. <laughs> um also he's been seen partying where girls have literally been fighting and shoving yeah. one another out of the way for a chance to grind up on him and he just said help <laughs> he didn't be help <laughs> he's loving this shit I bet you Safari is just like finally the world understands my all gifts I knew, <laughs> I knew that all I had to do was just show my dick did he leak it do we know yet who leaked it or I don't think like it's that? been said but I honestly don't believe like he's gonna have to say I did it for me to believe I really don't think so mm. I really don't I feel like some girl one of the many girls that he was putting that thing in had some feelings and did it not thinking probably hey like girl all this is gonna do is increase him. the thirst the rest of us were leaving Stevie Stevie 
Help me, God. The rest of us were leaving Safari alone. <laughs> and now the appeal has shot way, way up. I was simply winning, was wishing foolish. Safari the best. But, like, right. you came up here and changed the whole game. Enjoying his coconut oil pecs when he decided to show them off. Right. And leaving it right there. Now you girls have revealed the secrets and the treasures. And now everybody's interested. I don't even care that he has two hairlines no more. <sighs> All right. He does have two airlines, but we don't. We did not One, have to. He's doing well. He is. I'm happy for him. I bought the song. <laughs> You bought the song? Yeah, it's not bad, actually. I haven't heard it. I just assumed. It kind of sounds like... I don't know. What? <laughs> SoundCloud rappery? Well, yes. It's not a bad song. Okay. In comparison to all of the other rap songs that are out right now. Like, it's good. <laughs> it's catchy. You know what I'm Amongst saying? Amongst the sea of trash, it's not the trashiest. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. <laughs> the only thing that you could... It's safari. So you're hearing safari rap and we have a history and like, a you know, many people have already got feelings towards safari and so on and so forth. So that might be awkward depending on how you feel about him. But as a song itself, if it were Nicki Minaj, it would be popping. Okay. And it sounds like it could be. I'll listen to it. It's not awful. So congratulations to him. He's also... Um, been seen with uh, Juju a lot more lately, so they're fueling that dating thing, which hmm. Juju, just get you... Well, all niggas ain't shit. I mean, I trust all right. these niggas. I was gonna say, get you one of these niggas with a, you know, a crisp suit, an old Mark Daly-ass nigga. They got whole other families, too. They do. <laughs> so... <laughs> Fuck that. They just got him in other countries, so that's how you feel like, you know, they keep it away from Right. Them. They send the money down to Colombia or fucking... See? Or, or so. Venezuela or some shit. Right. I think you don't know. Fucking mm-hmm. the game up, hiding assets and shit. See, it's just like, I would tell her not to fuck around with another rapper, but it don't even matter. It doesn't. She, I'm certain she doesn't take Safari seriously, like expecting him to be faithful or monogamous or anything like that. I'm certain nobody has those kind of expectations of Safari at this point in his life. So I don't think she's like trying to play herself. It's probably just a setup for love and hip hop. It's yeah. probably just a storyline set up. I don't even know if I believe it yet. Something Mon has orchestrated. Because wasn't he fucking with Dream? About though? three of them other bitches. Something, on the show. right. It's always That's just the New York somebody. side. He was it's fucking with a couple of somebody, them. In LA. Right. Mm-hmm. His storyline is fucking with the other girls on whatever franchise he's on. So He does need like a Juju type girl. I think Juju should just be set free from these niggas. Right. Juju, Juju don't deserve this. Right. Yeah. She, what a pretty girl. She's gorgeous. She's so pretty, so smart, educated. Right. The thought of wasting those that many years on some nigga who was just like, in the end, I wasn't having fun no more or whatever. <laughs> like, what? Ugh. Help us, God. <laughs> Save us from these niggas. Whatever. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, is this the last but not least? Yes, it is. Amen. So, um, Beyonce has a new song featuring Asad Khaled. Um, it's called Top Off. Um, that is not... <laughs> What? It's not... It's not Beyonce's song. Oh, it isn't? No, that's DJ Khaled's song. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, it's Asad's... Technically, it's Asad. Oh, featuring shut me up. Beyonce. Um, Asad is just out here executive producing hits. He's been, you know, given the approval by Beyonce. So, I'm proud of both what of them. What a nugget. It's really, you know, I like what she did with the song. I mean, I listened to it only for Beyonce's part. And... She's the only person on the song. Oh, okay. And 
I don't know if you're being serious right now or not because you got a totally straight face. Uh, but I only went back to listen to it for Beyonce's part and to try to see if I could hear the Tiffany that I heard it. Said. I did too. Once I took, once I put my headphones on and like turned it up a little bit, I said, "Oh shit, it is!" Like a few seconds after she gets done, you hear you know, Tiffany. You know, one of them isolated it, so I don't oh, remember what course. Alex played it for me. That's how I heard it for the first time, and at first I thought that somebody just stuck that in there somehow. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she met New York before and we didn't, you know, they found unreleased I mean, footage. it is viable, yes. I, it just possible. sounded so off. But then, you know, she got that new, <coughs> Alice got a new truck. So she played play that bass and like, turned it up real, real loud. Oh, yes. And I was like, holy shit, it's really in there. It is. And if I were Tiffany Haddish, I would have been incredibly honored and I think she was uh, she said I love her part I completely <laughs> related to it and I was signing non-disclosure for Beyonce any day that's literally what she said on Twitter yeah but I think that was before she realized that her name was in it and even after she figured that I out she was she like give this is, no she was like this is everything what Beyonce said my name y'all can't talk to me shut the fuck up like, that's the same way I would take it like hell fucking yes Beyonce said my name and was talking about me and everybody knows it on a song bitch please you hoes couldn't tell me shit I'm loving everything about Tiffany the fact that she wore that white dress again on stage at the Oscars her bit with Maya Rudolph was so funny it was the only one that actually it made was me laugh so funny like, don't fret I know you've seen a lot of people of color tonight but everybody white still running this shit do not worry like that, that I wouldn't was be surprised if they wrote that backstage because t- in comparison to like all of the other bits <laughs> Right. Or maybe it's because they're actually comedians. I don't know. Right. But their shit was funny. Some of it was so awkward. Oh, but Some it of them were always ter- is. Every year. Every, every It doesn't matter what show. Right. Whatever. I would prefer that if they are not comedians, that they just walk out and say, hello, right. my name is Blake Lively or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are the nominees for. Right. Or at least two people who have chemistry. They be putting two randos, it seems, they together. Right. And they're like, so. I'm going to read the prompter and then you're going to read the prompter. Like, that is trash. <laughs> Two of them did a great job with that. Like she was like, my pinky toe fell off and had like a little. Oh yes, girl, fake me too, girl. Toe. That was funny. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yes, and her hopping over the rope at the carpet to go talk to Meryl Streep. That's some shit I would have done. Tiffany Haddish is like aggressively a regular person. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and she's still very much like, bitch, what, Jay Z, Meryl Streep, holy shit! Like she's excited, and she really she saw Meryl, and it was like instantly in her head a switch flipped like i am crossing whatever i have to cross in order to go tell meryl streep that i love her and have stand my entire life like it's gonna happen it's right like it you out here representing the rest of us because that's some shit the A rest bitch of like us me would have been scared not <laughs> tiffany haddish and meryl so was salute. just like like hey bitch hey oh hey yes loved girl Street. did you see her put her hands did you see tiffany put her hands on her hips like bitch i've been waiting for you all day <laughs> Like her little stance yes. was like, now, like, now bitch. Miss Merrill, you know how much I love you. And did it again on stage. Like Tiffany Haddish, perfect. Don't don't talk to me. I mean, if it were me her. though that Beyonce was talking about, I would have left off the top of that building like the beginning of Lemonade. No, what? <laughs> I wouldn't have because she was still invited to the Oscar after party. It's not like Beyonce was shunning Tiffany or like blacklisting her or something like that. In that case, I would have done the Lemonade Swan Dive I can't from the window. Tiffany felt so comfortable telling that story though. <laughs> 
nobody can she probably wasn't it. thinking anything of it you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it was like probably one it was like on countless headlines for like the next week right. straight and she was like and oh she was my like God. oh maybe what i should did i do a <laughs> girl you know don't nobody talk about the experiences with beyonce nobody does that because it's just we know how she is about her privacy by the time I meet Beyonce, she's just not even going. She's just going to have holograms sent out in her place. Like I won't even get a picture. Probably of so. The fact that it wasn't no pictures of her from Oscars night, or at least I haven't seen any. I'm just seen like, one. God damn. I'm she's telling you, not playing with y'all. They don't even have like you. Probably just leave your phone in a bucket at the front of whatever they throw. Mm-hmm. You know what? That makes sense. And the only pictures are taken by official photographers, and, and they blue. know good and damn. <laughs> okay, and blue. You know, Blue Ivy is the only one in there with a phone <laughs> and like Solange. <laughs> And taking pictures all night. Blue Selfies. Ivy and Solange being the only people at the party with phones, though. Yes. <laughs> Blue like, can you take my picture? Oh, no, you can't. Anyway, sorry. Here, use my phone. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, also, there You're have dumb. been rumors. Y'all woke me up out of my damn sleep talking about On the Run 2. Um, oh, so Beyonce's Facebook page apparently uploaded something about an On the Run 2 concert. And y'all were filling our mentions with terror. Very, and, very excited. Um, you know, I don't wake up until seven o'clock in the afternoon, evening. So, afternoon. Yeah, that's my afternoon. <laughs> it is your afternoon. At seven o'clock, I'm starting to wind down. So, no, I, I think I got up at like maybe. I feel one. like you get up around two. Yeah, okay. one two. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, and so I was just scrolling like the app on my phone will like stop at like the last mention or whatever that I looked at. Mm -hmm. So I'm scrolling up I'm looking at all of these people freaking out. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I have my coins together yet. I didn't listen. Oh my goodness. And I'm just waiting for the message that says this is not happening at all. And then eventually, Oh my gosh, it's, it's it's gone. All right. It's not Mm -hmm. there anymore. Okay. Right. So now I'm reading sources have told billboard that there actually isn't on the run to, tour happening this summer um <sighs> uh these i guess are sources from ticketmaster and live nation I don't yeah know. i saw the the ticketmaster i saw it on ticketmaster i saw the beyonce thing so i assumed it was real but it was not supposed to be published at that time i assumed that um billboard says that a lot of coachella x are required to hold off on announcing their own tour until after the festival. Mm. Which, um, when I last saw Alex, the same time that we listened to the song together, I said, I feel like Coachella is going to be when she kicks off the new era. Like, I don't even feel like... Yeah, that makes sense. I don't feel like, you know, new album, the day of or whatever. Maybe like a new song, you know, but I feel like she's going to give Medley really sickening performance at Coachella and then maybe like... Right after Coachella, she'll be like, so mm-hmm. give me your money. We're, I'm going back on the road. And you already knew this. See, saw my braids. <laughs> right. saw my MacBook. I don't even know why you're acting shocked. Right. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect to hear anything before that also. So I did expect whether or not it was real that it wasn't the moment. Right. So whoever did that and the fact that it was a different platforms, like it, I feel like it's 
somewhere higher up things got fucked up I don't really know yeah somebody lost their job the issue that right I don't don't know what happened but it was clearly some mistakes I just hope now y'all understand the importance of saving your money five dollars every pay period or whatever if you have to just waiting on Beyonce to make her retire because you never know with this bitch if you're serious about it right if you if you're if every year or every other year you're like ugh I can't believe like I can't get the tickets I want to Beyonce or I can't you know see this and this and this or whatever else like it's time to just start putting a little bit to the we side we talked about this right whenever you can because this bitch sneaks up out of nowhere and it's like a album and then 30 seconds later a tour and that's that now as far as on the run too I can't say that I am dying to go but there is no way that I cannot go so I'm just I'm waiting for her to for the tickets to be on sale for real Beyonce is getting my money and my uh, attendance, regardless of, of whatever else anything. is going on. Right. Um, you know, luckily for me as a Beyonce fan, she's married to Jay Z. You know, she didn't marry Not a bad artist. Uh, or fucking I don't little Zan or I don't know but you know like right. Right, Jay-Z. somebody I can't stand I love Jay-Z as a rapper I love Jay-Z as a rapper too lots of he's got a great catalog and things of that nature as well so if there is a rapper or another artist that's gonna be on stage with Beyonce for a whole two hours two and a half three hours or whatever fine with that bring your husband along with you girl I'm coming regardless right so I'm, I'm coming even if he's there <laughs> On the run, on the walk, on the jog, on the skit. (laughs) I don't care what you call it. Beyonce's there. I'm coming. So, Mm -hmm. And she knows that. She does. She don't care if we still mad at Jay-Z. We're going to be there anyway. So, (laughs) you bitches, y'all can complain all you want to. When them tickets go on sale, you going to be refreshing like crazy. And in the group chats trying to see who got their money together for real and all this other shit. Because you going to see. I'm not going to miss Beyonce. I'm just not. I'm not. Somebody was like, what if she brings Chris Brown with her? Would you go see Beyonce and Chris Brown? Bitch, hell yes. Beyonce and anybody. I'm going to the show. I am. Beyonce is not going to do me wrong. She's not going to fail me. Taylor Swift. Beyonce, like I just said, see, I knew the devil would <laughs> would pop up and say something crazy like that. Beyonce would never tour with that demon. That would not happen. She never would. What it would never did? be that bad. Would you go if she did? It would not, I don't, it's not, it isn't possible. It's like touring with a car dad. Okay. If she did. Yes, but I would actively ignore Taylor Swift on stage. That's the proper answer. You win. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that I'm not going to go because, bitch, I'm going to go. Everybody knows how I feel about her, and I'm still going to be there. I'm just going to sit the fuck down when she come out. But I'm going to be mad at myself for actually, like, directly giving Taylor Swift money. I will be upset with myself for that. I will be more upset with the universe for creating a situation like that because I can't really be upset at Beyonce. I refuse. And, you know, Mm -mm. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. If that were a a horrible Like I said, that's never going to happen. Maybe in an alternate another universe. Another place, another time. Right. Another world. Time and space, is it's expansive. Another life. Maybe in an alternate or a parallel reality, right. that would happen. Right. And in that parallel reality, that me 
is at that concert. <laughs> and just know that typically at a Beyonce concert, you got to take your pictures and you got to like, you know, do your whole videos and stuff like that. And you don't really get to upload a lot of it until after unless you want to be dumb and miss it or watch the whole concert through your phone. Right. So Which if, a lot of people end up doing. Which a lot of people end up doing, which is like, why didn't you just wait for a DVD or a stream? Or You a, are the DVD. Right. Like, <laughs> you are the stream. I mean, if Beyonce and Taylor Swift are performing together, that means Ugh. I get breaks Ugh. to upload the Beyonce part. That's true. Because when I tell you, like, it's not like with Jay-Z where I still know the overwhelming majority of Jay-Z songs mm-hmm. and like them and can rap along with him right. and can still enjoy right. him. It's like Taylor Swift has some bops that I acknowledge and aren't terrible, but I do not want to see her I'm not tapping do my toe. anything. The, just, the idea of Beyonce dancing on a stage and then Taylor Swift dancing on that same stage is fucking laughable. It's ridiculous. Who the fuck? And imagine going to a Beyonce concert and having to sit next to Taylor Swift fans. Look at look at this. Oh, no. This is awful what you've done. <laughs> she would never. I'm just, you know, this is about a test of Beyonce loyalty and, and, and strength and passion. And I've given Beyonce so much money over the years. Probably more than I've given my mama. <laughs> Definitely more than I've given sad. my mama. <laughs> but I'm just saying, she knows like, like, the loyalty with me. It runs deep. I'm going to go. Even if you bring your husband or whoever else on stage with you, simply because Beyonce has never, ever, ever given me a bad live performance. I've never been to I a bad Beyonce concert ever. So I'm going. I am. And even on stage, like you said, I enjoy Jay Z. I can rap along to a lot of his music. I'll definitely throw up the rock. Yeah. Um, and I had a great time on the first on the run. <sighs> However, for many of those moments where Jay-Z is performing, she'll be right there dancing her motherfucking ass off yep. too. So really, it's like you're getting Beyonce performing to a Jay-Z concert. Mm-hmm. True. When That's she's true. not performing her own stuff. Like, it's just, it works. It does work. So... So I'll be there. I'm, you know. But I do not want to hear him perform songs off of 444, especially the title track, or anything that references how he stressed my queen out to the point of miscarrying several times. Like That's just going to renew the anger that is under the surface currently for Jay-Z. You're going to have to let that go. <laughs> no, see, Beyonce let that go because that's her man, and right. they moved on in, in growth and therapy and healing, and that's all very right. nice. But as a fan who doesn't know them at all and is 100% on the outside looking in, I'm still like, this nigga, you really decided to grow the fuck up at age 47 or whatever. Like, I'm st- I am still feel that way about him, and it is what it is. Quincy so. Jones still growing at 85. <laughs> <laughs> but Quincy Jones is not... Well, never mind. Let, let me not, because I don't know Quincy Jones' stories. That was before my time. But yeah, I don't. I do not. As much as I love 444 as an album, I do not want to be reminded of what he did to Beyonce while at a Beyonce concert. Ugh. But uh, I'm going. I'm going. He's gonna get booed. <laughs> you know, some of them are petty. <laughs> I hope she tells him when they're driving up in the golf cart. You know the. You, you know, know the hive will boo. They're gonna boo you. She's like, not gonna have a pit. <laughs> at least one show. On Niggas in the pit tour, are gonna throw things. <laughs> someone's. They're gonna boo you. Like someone's gonna do it. A big enough crowd to where you can hear it. Yeah. Not everybody. Not even close to everybody. And it's only going to take one drunk, it's gonna be really that one section. raging fan to get the booth started. <laughs> and then me. you're going to hear like, oh, section A13, you know, they're over there with that bullshit. Uh, yeah. At at least one show, they're going to boo Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Even though the family 
clearly it's fine. Right. Even though they have moved <laughs> on and everything's okay. going great over there and Sir and Rumi are here and everybody's having a good time. We're still mad. So <laughs> she I mean, but he has to know this. He has wait. to know this. I feel pictures coming yeah you know that bitch loves to give us family movies and at shit the show. at the shows mm-hmm. right Ugh. maybe even Coachella will get like a little you know an eyebrow just right. to show you that the BNC gene is still there I'm wondering if she's gonna do it like she did with the Super Bowl how she had the formation performance and then Lemonade came out later I wonder if Coachella is gonna be like a tease of the new stuff or are we just getting like well, I you know no, it you can't, can't be all guess new. with her. Well, you can't guess. It's impossible. She could put out. A, uh, she could drop an album on Friday, and That's all of saying. this would be void. So she could like have a feature length film just pop up in theaters, starring Carrie Washington and Viola Davis, and like. I don't know. Lynn Whitfield is playing her mama. I really she don't could. know. Like, it, that, she might be working on that right the fuck right now. now. They probably we would just, never know. Like, who <laughs> fucking knows? If I had to guess, though, I would say, like, Coachella, like, right after Coachella, she's going to announce something. I would guess tour or mm-hmm. a release or, like, it'll be, like, a song or something when like that. I don't the- feel like a full, I think it's next month, isn't it? April. Or, yeah. Oh, that is next month. Wow. So... I feel like a full album is not going to be happening during Coachella, but Coachella will end with an announcement of some sort. And my guess is a tour. Yeah, I agree. That's probably true. So, but them braids were in late last year. Mm-hmm. That MacBook was out last yep. year. Yeah, the Queen has recorded one of her best in two weeks. So hmm. I'm mean, just saying, like, <laughs> I'm always ready. I'm. I feel like every day I wake up. With the full expectation that Beyonce might fuck up my life that day. Because she, you just never know. She's so I'm just always prepared. Not unlike the storm outside right now. Oh. <laughs> Comes when you least expect it, and you just have to deal. Seemed a little bit innocent at first. Like, not going to be so bad. Oh, is this overrated? Maybe it is. And then it swoops in on your ass like, bitch, overrated where? Fuck wait. you and your family, too. I just can't wait. Yep. Whatever she's going to give us, I'm ready for well, that's all this week for what did I say? Fifty Shades of, of Top Hot Tops, whatever the fuck I called it. We'll be back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly, or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So, what's the best way to do that? We've told you, it's your girl ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now, you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com/slash/the-read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, we're back and it is now time for our listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, thank you to everybody who emailed us to say GEZ is not the one saying nigga on that song. It's actually so. ASAP somebody. Uh, I couldn't tell that via Google, so I would have just never known. I just but, feel like I would have noticed. I've heard that song in the club enough times. Okay, well... Uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for that. Let me take a look at what we have this week. There is... Mm, see, I'm seeing Rachel Dolezal, and I'm just going to move right past that because the devil's a fucking liar. Why Let's start out happening? with Harley. Harley's Jamaican. I can tell because of the flag she put in her email. Cool. And she says... Uh, not lots of nice things. Thank you so much, girl. And then now for the bullshit in my life. I've been with this guy for a year and he has never spent the night with me. This man and I were friends for three years before we started dating. He's a great guy, intelligent, kind, funny, about to go to medical school and is always trying to take care of me and satisfy me in more ways than just sexually. So when I first found out that he wasn't quote unquote comfortable with spending the night, I was confused. I understand sleeping next to someone is intimate, but this nigga fucks the shit out of me all the time. So it's like you're comfortable being inside me, but uncomfortable sleeping next to me. I've talked to him about this a lot of times, and he keeps repeating the same bullshit about being uncomfortable. After a while, I stopped bringing it up, but then he told me he loved me last week while we were at dinner. For some reason, I thought that him saying that would change things. So a few days after, I spoke to him again about spending the night, and it's clear he's not budging on the issue. What should I do? I thought about either leaving him or taking sex off the table completely. I feel kind of foolish for thinking of leaving him over this, but am I making too big of a deal? Any advice would be dearly appreciated. Thank you so much. Big ups, Harley. Harley, you were never going to take sex off of the table. Stop it. Like, that wasn't... You're not going to do that. You're either going to leave him or you're going to continue getting fucked. And, I mean, that's your business. <laughs> well, um, just being real. I'm just Probably being real. Not. Like, taking sex off of the table and then doing what? Right. Going to fucking Chili's? Like, y'all niggas... Stop it. Um, I would just leave him, honestly, to be honest with you. I mean, here's the thing. You don't need... If you don't... I don't really understand... What that's about, I'm not even going to try and fill your head with a whole bunch of messy possibilities of what all of this could mean. I just, I think if you've known him for three years, y'all have been intimate for a year, and you've been having sex, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm guessing great sex from the way you worded it for around that time, but he's uncomfortable. I mean, I love sleeping by myself. 
I enjoy it. Same. Whether you come over or I go to you, I really enjoy being in bed alone. And I have found in the past that sometimes it is um, awkward for niggas to be like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so like, you know what I'm saying? Or you can go now. You right. So <laughs> like, you know, like I like to sleep alone. Yeah. But that's not a problem for me. If he loves you and y'all have been together for a year, I would be a little questionable about why it's just like absolutely no, not even once I'm not spending the night with you. But I really, mm-hmm. I'm just speaking for myself when I say this, at this point in my life, I wouldn't really be putting so much energy and trying to figure out why. Right. I would just know that I'm unsatisfied and you're not budging on helping satisfy me in a way that I find simple. So I'm going to go and get satisfied somewhere else. Yeah. Well, my first thought was either his mom or his wife is keeping him from spending the <laughs> That's night. What I'm like, and I said I didn't want to say all that because I don't know this nigga. But like, but, I was thinking wife was thinking or wife. girlfriend. Right. There's probably somebody else who would be very pissed if he spent the night at your house because then he's gone missing for too long. Right. Where have you been? Not to say he's cheating on you. It's just what it sounds like. I can't think of anything else. Right. But then also I want to make sure that like, are y'all actually in a relationship or have y'all just been fucking for a year? It doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Because, right. Because I have adopted a new policy as far as like casual sex is concerned where I do not spend the night under any circumstances, even if it is like, I don't know, 3 a.m. or whatever. I'm just going to take a cab home. I'm not spending the night. It keeps things Right. It just keeps, right. And I love getting in the middle of my bed and laying out like a fucking starfish or just tossing and turning and doing whatever I want to do. So I, but that is with people that I am just sleeping with. If I was in a relationship with somebody, I think spending the night with them would be something I would, it's certainly something I would want to do. Or if it mattered to them, then I would be, you know, a lot more open to it. Even right. if, even if he's like, I don't want to, you know, spend the night. And then, you know, you wake up the next day and y'all eat breakfast. And the next thing you know, y'all been sitting up watching Judge Judy all day. And oh, now it's so one good. o'clock and you still at this girl's house or whatever. Like, that's annoying. So even if you have to force yourself to get up in the morning and go home, if it matters to your girlfriend to spend the night, then that's... I just feel like that's that's something that can be negotiated or whatever. It sounds like either y'all aren't in a relationship or he him just being uncomfortable for a year. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me either. And like, here's the thing. Niggas love not putting boundaries on things. So niggas will treat you like they're like you are their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Like literally all of the things that come with a relationship, but they've never had that conversation or confirmed that with you, and so they can do whatever the fuck they want to, even a little weird shit like this. But the fact that he claims that he loves you now, how is it that, like, if he loves you, he can't... Like, all of that is about compromise. What is the problem with you? You don't have a problem getting in bed with me (laughs) to have sex. Why can't you spend one night with me? What is holding you back from that? Especially if you love me. That's what I'm saying. When I first read this email, I was like, I mean, girl, it just sounds like he ain't into that and I identify strongly. But he (laughs) loves you and he doesn't want to spend the... Like, that's the whole... I feel Not the whole thing, but that's a really cute thing about being in relationships is like laying up at night and Mm -hmm. falling asleep together there and waking up in the middle of the night and that person's there and it's all cutesy or whatever like that is I feel like that's very normal for adult relationships where one of us is not you know married and somebody at home is waiting on us to, right. <laughs> to 
come home. I mean, I'm, I also think that it's possible for you to be in love with someone and have a sexual relationship with that person, but not like a committed relationship. Mm. But then, and and I mean, that shit usually ends in, in, in hellfire yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. But still, in a situation like that where you don't have like an official title, you yeah. can still compromise with one another. Like him not staying at your house, although he's been consistently fucking you for a year. Never and his seen. only explanation is it makes me uncomfortable and you can't really explain anything else. He's hiding something from you. Right. Now you can decide, hey, I'm going to figure out what it is that you're hiding and more than like 99.9% it's going to be something that you don't want to like. Right. You're going to find what you're looking for, yep. but you're not going to like it. Right. Or you could just say, you know what? I'm not even going to play this game. Yeah. Like it I'm doesn't, unfulfilled. There's no point in dragging out this situation and making me feel worse in the process because fuck how he feels about it like you're only really torturing yourself especially it's girl it sounds like mind games he probably thought saying I love you was gonna get you to shut the fuck up about, about that maybe I mean I wouldn't put it past I anybody. don't know again he could be totally innocent and just have a phobia of spending the night at other people's houses I don't know but probably not because I niggas I doubt it <laughs> Right. I do. I would just leave I would just leave him alone. I think that just like you said, and I didn't want to, I think that he cannot spend the night with you because he lives with somebody else who would wonder why the fuck he didn't come home. Right. And that person is probably someone that he's in a relationship with. Because even if he was staying with his mama or somebody like that, like, niggas can always go and stay at somebody else's house and then finesse the reason around with their mama. Why wouldn't we need it? Like, whatever. That's true. You could get away with it with your mama. More than Unless likely. Unless she's also your probation officer or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This nigga could be going... I don't know And she said him. they were friends before they started fucking around, so... It, I think it's unlikely that he hid a wife for four years, but anything is possible. Maybe he just doesn't want to. Maybe he's one of those types of people that likes having friends with benefits or anything, but he doesn't want it to get too serious. And like you were saying, people like that don't say I love you. That's what I'm saying. Niggas don't really know how to oh, navigate man. a lot of that. Right. So, so yeah, I would honestly just I be like, just you know what? Cut your losses. Hey, girl, <laughs> I appreciate you. I'm not going to be able to do this no more. Yeah. And leave it at that. Good luck. I'm sorry, though. Good luck to you. I hope it's not, you know, as bad as we say it is, but it probably is. Sounds like right? About my experiences. All right. Our next question comes from Quanique, who says, "I have a situation with my mother, and I don't know what to do anymore." Last Tuesday, she asked me to borrow money so that she could have gas and food for her house. We've had situations in the past that made me realize that when it comes to our relationship, anything that has to do with money is not great. She put a cable bill in my name when I was in college and (laughs) also took a light bill in my name before I moved to the same city that we both now live in. But since she's still my mother, I told her no problem. I would give her the money, but that I need to go to the ATM first since I had no cash. I loaned her the money, but accidentally left my wallet in her car. Last Friday, she sent me a text saying that her phone was turned off and since she didn't have any money, she used my card in my wallet without my permission to pay her phone bill. I just spoke to her the night before and she never said anything about the bill being due. Luckily, that wasn't my main card, but that card I purposely set aside money for my son's daycare. When I confronted her about this, she got the nerve to get an attitude with me, saying, pump your brakes, it's only $40, etc. Mad about this isn't the word. But what makes it worse is that she is now asking me again to help her with her rent to avoid getting evicted, which is over $1,000. She still hasn't apologized for taking my money, and now she's mad at me because I'm not jumping to provide her with this money, too. Mind you, this is 
some of the money that I was putting aside to buy a car. Am I wrong for being hesitant about loaning my mom this money? If this happened to you, how would you react? How would you suggest moving forward in this relationship in the future? I'm in a space where I don't want to be bothered with her, but she's still my mother and I at least want her to be the best grandmother to my son. Please help. Thanks. This is complicated to me because... um, Mamas. Yeah, right. It's your mother and no shade. I can't picture my mama do something like that. So I don't even really know how I would process this. Um, Rog, your mama is stealing from you. Yeah, like literally did and then didn't seem to care. And isn't upset about it, right? Like, almost felt entitled to your money. Like, why and are you tripping? It's $40. But girl, it's $40 you, gave you her didn't money have. Already, right. After she put your name and stuff without your she permission. She probably fucked up your credit. And then now wants more money on top of that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Mm. I don't. Right. So here's the thing. I wouldn't give your mother money if I were you. I think what I'm struggling with figuring out how to tell you is how to deliver the message that you're not giving (laughs) your mama any money. That I don't know how to approach. Because I don't Mm. really know. Like, if my mama did do something like that to me, I definitely, I don't even know. Like, it's so complicated. I can't fathom my mama doing this. Right. Like, I could... I just I I feel like if my mama needed the four dollars at best, she just would have called me and been like, "Girl, you left your wallet. Can I use? But it can to... I use your debit card to pay my phone bill right. or whatever? Right? Like, like I don't even know. And and if she did, even if she didn't call me first, even if she did it and then came to me later and was like, "I used your card, my bad." Like I would still be mad that she did it without asking. But the fact that she's just kind of like. Well, I don't, even, I don't understand what you're mad about because it's just forty dollars. It's like that would push me over the edge. The fact that she seems to have no remorse and feels like your money is her money is just that. That that shows to me. Uh, I don't. Ugh, I don't know. I don't want to say your mother is using you, but that's. It sounds it like she sounds like. But it. that sounds so bad to say because that's your mama. I mean, well, that's just some people's reality. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying that your mother is trash and she deserves, you know, the axe. But I'm saying like, right. you know, she. It sounds to me like you are self-sufficient, taking care of yourself, paying your own bills, taking care of your kid. This is like, again, an account that was not even just for you. This is for your kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is daycare, which is high. With, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So, woof. Like, this Mm-mm. is like, it's yeah, not okay that this type of stuff. And like, yes, you, you should have like a certain level of respect for your parents and things like that, but that doesn't mean that your parents can like literally steal money from you right. and try you, and you should just and not walk say all anything. over you, right? right. Um, I don't think I would cuss my mama out the way that I would cuss somebody out on the street or one of my friends or cousins, even or somebody else who tried to take who took some money from me without my permission. <laughs> right. You know, like many other people probably would have got like a tongue lashing. However. All I can say Mm-mm. to you is that, yes, I would definitely not be giving my mother a red cent, but I would try to maybe even write down like how I want to have it, like what I want to say to her yeah. in a way. Maybe even, I mean, I would tell my mama face to face. I was going to maybe even just write her a letter, but I would yeah, like no. write down how I want to say it in the most respectful, like straight to the point way about why I'm not giving her any money and why I feel like, 
you know, mm-hmm. why I feel the way that I do. That way that when you do deliver this message to her, when you say these things to her, you're not being disrespectful because you're not wrong for not wanting to give her any money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's not wrong for you to not give her any mm-hmm. money at all, especially right. because of what she's done with you in terms of money before and not even giving a fuck about it. Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to say go and cut your mom out like she bitch off of the street. Right. Because uh, we just... I just I, I don't black even know. people unless your mama does something egregious like, and I mean off the charts like, terrible we just don't do out. that right unless she shot the dog in front of you or something like it has to be so bad for black people to just come for their mamas like that so I'm not saying that yeah, she either. would have to sleep with your man or but your mama's a grown ass lady budgeting for the phone bill budgeting for the light bill paying rent like these are things that she has been doing since before you were born so we all have hard times you know shit gets rough nobody wants to think about their mama being evicted like where is she gonna go right and all that other stuff she probably gonna come knocking on your door and that's gonna open up probably a whole nother set of problems because right. if she'll take from her own daughter's wallet then she'll take from your house as well I mean yes eating up all your baby's fruit snacks and shit like that I mean, and she ate he got attitude um. <laughs> you are not I mean shit. she did Right. It's like giving she her, did. giving your mother money for things she needs is not the issue. The issue is that you she have done this before. It. Yes, she does not like she's looking at you almost like a bank. Right. Like she's expecting you to give her money. Mm-hmm. That is why she just took it and didn't expect anything. And now I was expecting, oh, hey, well, girl, I need this. In fact, your mama probably don't even pay some bills or whatever. Or don't even think about, you know, the the urgency to get certain things paid because she knows that she can ask you for some money and probably get it out of you. And hell, if you don't give her, she probably got a couple other people she'll go and get money right. from to pay she for. she probably do. So I, again, it, like, if your mother had a different behavior and attitude towards needing some money right. and that this was the same different. story, then I'd probably be like, yeah, if you have the money, go ahead and give it to her or whatever mm-hmm. you want. But no, nah, I definitely wouldn't be giving my mom no money. Right. And if you this. feel guilty about it, just remind yourself that you are a mother as well. Hello. And the only person you are obligated to take care of is your son. Hello. So... Your priority is him, not her. He takes precedence as far as like being taken care of because he is the baby and <laughs> she is the grown ass woman. He's literally the one who needs the help. Right. And if giving your mama a thousand dollars is going to put you in jeopardy of being evicted, then you can't do that to your son. If you have a thousand dollars to give, then I say, you know, maybe you have the conversation and see. But. I don't feel like your mom is going to develop any had, real remorse for that's it. That's what I'm I saying. I wouldn't. I just, no. it doesn't sound like a good idea. But I know most of us, even if we are deeply irritated with our parents, don't want to think about them going through something fucked up if we can help them avoid it. It's not even like your mama said something that you didn't like about your car or, you know, something completely unrelated. Like said your mama, said like, your outfit was ugly. She said she was going to come to your baby birthday and she didn't or something like that. Like the issue is about money. Like the issues that you have with your mom is about your money and how mm-hmm. she treats it. Yeah. So not giving your mom money is like that's this is why. And again, I feel like even if you, you could have ten thousand dollars to give and I still wouldn't give her one thousand because you don't respect at all the You don't fact respect that, my money. Right. And the fact that it is mine. And the fact that I'm a mama. <laughs> like that right. like I literally have to spend this money on people besides myself because it is my duty. Yeah. I think you just need clear boundaries with your mama that you do not wiggle on or waffle on 
or anything like that, like the boundaries of no girl, I'm not giving you any cash or, you know, I can help you out with $50 a month or something like that. And that's it. Don't ask me for shit else. I don't have it to give or and if she under no circumstances, you- can you live with me? Like you cannot live with me. It is what it is. You will not be moving in. Like you're grown. You get to tell her no. And it ain't shit she can do about it. Right. So. Um, good luck with that situation though, because I have, ugh, I would just be so conflicted. Like that's my mama, but then, girl, what are you doing? Ugh, would have pissed me off. So, good yeah, good luck with that, because that is high stress. Um, our last question. Oh, I don't even know. Mm. I'm gonna let you pick: breakup advice or a fiance lying about something. The fiance lying about something. Okay. So this one says, this is from a confused princess of Wakanda. She's, <laughs> aren't we all? Sure. I have been with my fiance for a year and two months. We got engaged over Thanksgiving. However, he also recently told me that he was talking to another woman on two different occasions because he was feeling neglected and ignored and unappreciated by me. This truly hurt me, but I decided to stay with him and work it out because I love him. And also because when we first started dating, I went out to eat with a male co-worker and didn't tell him about it until months later. I also gave somebody my phone number and had a conversation with him. Oh, Again, girl. nothing happened, but I didn't tell my, my fiance about it until months later. I forgave him. Because he forgave me, but now I found out that he lied about this other situation with other women. I and, bet you did. And he just made it up so that I could see how it feels to be treated that way. I initially shook it off. Oh, so he never did anything with anybody. Right. He made it up. <laughs> he made it up so she could see how it feels. Ew, gross. I initially shook it off. But now I'm wondering if I'm crazy for staying with this man. I don't understand why he would make that up just to hurt me. Am I crazy for staying? Should I forgive and forget? Or should I fuck up his whole existence? Please help me. A confused princess well, of Wakanda. Fucking up his whole existence seems kind of extreme. In, it is extreme. In this scenario. However. Being aggravated, thoroughly aggravated, sounds about right. <laughs> thoroughly aggravated because he fucked with your emotions. Yeah, he did. And because he clearly he was did in his not feelings. forgive you. At like, all. You said, you said y'all worked it out, but the fact that you lied to him about interactions you had with other men or delayed telling him, which is just another form of lying. So wait, wait, when did he tell her this? This thing, she not, doesn't specify, but they got engaged over Thanksgiving. So I'm assuming sometime between Thanksgiving and now, y'all don't really write these emails out in a way that answers all questions. But I mean, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. But, so. okay, so sometime after he fake forgave you, he came up with this whole story about talking right. to other girls to hurt your feelings, too. Right. The only thing I would say about this, you know, it's your decision. I don't know necessarily. I would say break up with him or whatever. I would just say take a... a, a a very great mental note about his level of petty. Like, that's extremely petty. And... Oof. Uh-uh. It's a mess. That's a type of petty that shows its face in other places as well. Right. Maybe not a place where you're going to have to leave this nigga or punch him in the face or something in the future. Mm-hmm. But, like, that is something I would definitely sit with and be like, damn, like... Right. You carried all of that with you. First of all, if you claim to forgive me or whatever, then just do it. Right. If and he still, clearly does not. And even if you are having trouble with it after you didn't say that you forgave me, you can always, I feel like, you can always come to me and be like, no, nah, I said I forgave you or whatever, but I'm still struggling. Do you want to go and talk to somebody or what is it that we mm, need to do? Yeah. Because I'm still having trouble getting over with, going over this. Like, clarity 
communication, all of those things. It's just that pride and ego and shit gets in the way with a lot of us that prevents us from going to the person and saying, I feel this way. I love it. Like, I have never, I don't know that I've ever had a problem with it. Like, I will, like, give you maybe... How long do I fume? Maybe, you know, between like a day and seven days, maybe like a Depending week. Depending on what you did. I'll give you like a, a a harsh, silent treatment. Although I wouldn't have stayed with you. I wouldn't have stayed with you. If I was him, I would have broke up with you when I found out you went to dinner with somebody else and didn't tell me for months. And I mean, or gave your number to somebody and y'all talked and never fucked, but. Then you chase me down the street and be like, I made the whole thing up. I just wanted you to see how it feels. Like, then I'm definitely leaving you. Well, so she's the one who was fucking around like that before. I know, but I'm He's saying. He's just right, like lying about oh, it. Oh, so you're saying if you were him, you would have left if her? If I was him, I would have left her. Oh, right? okay. I wouldn't have stayed and tried to work it out because I would have been like, what the fuck are you on? Like, either we together or we not. Why are you going out to dinner with niggas? Why are you giving your number to somebody? That would irritate the shit out of me. Right. I wouldn't work through that with you especially because when this happened y'all hadn't even been together for a year or I'm assuming so because y'all have only been together for 14 months honestly I think y'all should break off your engagement behind this because him making something up like that just to hurt you so that you see how it feels or whatever is I mean kind of funny in a petty way but I laughed I mean yeah this is like uh, did you deserve it probably but he should have done that I don't, well, you know what? No, he should not have done it at all. But the fact that he's playing games like that lets me know that y'all don't need to be married. Like, that's that's goofy and immature and childish. It is. To be like, oh, well, I just wanted you to understand how it felt. So I made up a lie about cheating so that you would be devastated. Bitch, what? Like, who does that? I don't think y'all should be getting married. I, y'all probably should be breaking up. But at the bare minimum, y'all should be going to counseling to, like, work out your trust issues because they're there on both sides. Especially because now he's opened up the door to... I don't know. I feel like if he still feels this way and is secretly harboring resentment towards you because of the times that you've stepped outside of y'all's relationship, even in minor ways, you still did it. So I just I, who knows if he's not going to hold on to those uh, resentful feelings and then just cheat on you eventually anyway, whether y'all are married or not at, by that point. Who knows? It might happen. It might not. He might come up with another lie to fuck with your emotions. It's just y'all have a lot going on even in just this short email. And I don't think these issues can be worked out without a licensed therapist that the both of you are seeing. So I would recommend that, but I certainly would not marry this man until y'all have figured your shit out. Cause you don't trust each other. So well, there's that. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. 
Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the Power of Talking Out in Therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right. So we're back and we're ready to do our reads. <clears throat> so mine's going to be very, very quick. Um, it's just a quick fuck you to uh, three women. Uh-uh. Where are their names? Oh, thanks, New York Daily News. Oh, Lord. I mean, okay. So this was out of somewhere in Illinois. Um... Did you hear about these three daycare workers that gave uh, kids melatonin gummy bears? Oh, my God. Are you serious? What, to put them to sleep? Yes. What? Chris, oh, thank God. Uh, Kristen Laletta, who is 32. Jessica, I want to say Heiss is 19. And Ashley he- Helfenbein. Come on, 25. <laughs> um, they're all very dingy looking white girls who honestly look like they have mixed kids. Um, <laughs> Do they have the haircut or they just have all the of it? The okay. haircut, the just downtrodden nature, the uh, wide parts, yeah. everything. Um, so, yes, they were working at a daycare in Illinois in De Plain. You know what? I actually don't know how to pronounce that. So, anyway, somebody will tell us. There was a bottle that was that's advertised to have 120 pieces of uh, gummies, melatonin gummies. I just saw their pictures. Holy shit. Horrendous. Did they work at a daycare or a meth lab? Maybe both. My God. Ugh. Whatever Sorry. they were doing in their recreational. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so the bottle's advertised to have 120 pieces in it. Police discovered that there were only four gummies left in the bottle. So God only knows how long that they were doing this with these kids. I also uh, saw in the report that they're not recommended to be given to anybody underneath the age of 16. You're talking about <laughs> two-year-olds. Two-year-olds. So these three dumbasses decided that for nap time, before nap time, they were going to give all of these kids gummies that the children obviously don't know has anything besides sugar and corn syrup in it um, without any parents' consent. Um, I didn't hear how it was um, discovered. Yeah, I'm trying to... Probably somebody went home like, oh, we took... We had gummy bears. Somebody's mama was like, oh, what? I did not authorize gummy bears. But I don't know. I didn't see it either in this news story about how they found this out. Um, But it is something they apparently had been doing for a while and didn't think that there was anything wrong with it because it's an over-the-counter drug. Okay, but it's... Sorry, never mind. So, um, they were each charged with two counts of child endangerment and two counts of battery. Um, Wow. Fortunately, no child was seriously injured that we know of at this point, they said. It's limited to that one classroom. So I guess maybe they were the ones who were overseeing that one classroom yeah. in the day. I don't know. But, you know. These bitches. I feel like I don't know what amount of jail time, if any, they'll be sentenced to. I feel like their sentence should be um, to get punched in the face by every parent 
that um, has a child that was getting one of those gummies. You have to be like, like it. a severe level of dumbass to think that you can give somebody else's fucking kids any kind of a drug over the counter, under the counter, behind the counter, next to the counter, in it. I don't care. Like, why without anybody? I don't care if if you want to give my baby an aspirin because his head, it's, he said his hair hurt. Call me. Mm-hmm. Call their daddy, grandma, whatever. Isn't that why these places have like forms with the parental? Yeah, daycare like, don't fuck around about that. Kind emergency of thing. contacts yeah. and all that type of stuff on it. Why, like, you don't need to give anybody's kid any kind of a drug without Trash. their parents approving of it. That should be common fucking sense. Like, when people are putting their children, I don't care how bad and fiery, because I'm sure it was a couple of demons oh in these, like, I just don't believe in kids. <laughs> However, when somebody's putting their kids in your care, they're expecting that the children will be taken care of, they won't be harmed, that they can come back and pick the child up in one simple piece. In the same state Help that they Lord. gave them they gave them to you. Maybe full, maybe, you know, their bowels have been relieved. You right. know, clothes a little bit dirtier, hair a little yes. fucked up. <laughs> they got that red circle around their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they got that look of somebody who just woke up but is ready to fuck something up. At you know, the same just damn time. Give them like a couple of minutes. Give them a minute to, to adjust. Get off of their sleep high. And then they're going to be taken off. And, right? then, and then going home. <laughs> like you giving kids medicine to help them or to make them go to sleep is because you don't want to have to deal with these kids. <laughs> Which I know p- plenty of people with kids or that look after kids that feel the exact same way. <laughs> Honey, go do something else. Yeah. Go do something else. Daycare teacher is not for you then. <laughs> I mean, two or three-year-olds are hella annoying, but you cannot drug 12 of them in an effort to not have to deal with their ass. Are you fucking thick? Like, are you are you an idiot, bitch? <laughs> like, who the fuck? And the thing, one of them is 19, one of them is like 25 or something, and I think yeah. one of them is 32. 32 grown. Just grown as a fuck. A full grown Way too grown adult. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Right. First of all, each and every single one of y'all bitches look like you work at Waffle House. So you could easily have left daycare and applied at one of them and fit right in. Another place that's always hiring, can do. Honestly, you could have just put on a shirt and made up a fake badge and just walked in. They would have thought that you was clocking in. Like, y'all bitches need to you go. You could do that. You could have been doing so many other things. If you feel like you need to drug other people's kids in order to look after them, Working at a daycare center or anything like it is not for you. I know that, you know, we keep saying go get a job or go and do this. And I know that, you know, it's not that Mm -hmm. easy for many people. I get it. Yeah. But, sweetie, that don't mean that you get to go and do whatever the fuck you want to wherever they say you can work here. To somebody else's kids. And that's just it. Especially somebody else's kids. Like, I'd be going to, like... I don't even know. Like, I, I might walk into like a a, a Target or a <laughs> anywhere, and sometimes just be like, "Why do you work here?" And it's very clear that you don't want to be. Like, I went to the Target the other day. I think my MacBook, like the the charger, had broken. I need to go get a new one. And every person who I walked up to was just kind of like, eh, "I don't know." You know how people be <laughs> yeah. like, when you go into places like this. Yeah. And I try to be patient because I've been in 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 jobs like this before where I just want to go home and I don't care about what anybody else is talking to me about but at the end of the day I still need my charger wow. so like 
you're talking about jobs like that before. I'm just like, what? Why don't you just like, just like bust your ass? And, or I hope you have like a hobby. It's oh you know, God. I hope you have like something you're doing on the side that you can like right. put these target coins towards so that you can one day pursue your dreams because you hate this place. Like, but I mean, <laughs> you hate it. But that's, that's my that's charger. Retail. Everybody hates retail. Everybody, Everybody hates working. Everybody get it. But looking after another human being, especially right. one that don't fucking belong to you you right. dumb bitch like no no there are certain common sense Thanks. things that you should not be doing mm-hmm. with people's kids especially if you are being paid literal dollars to watch after them right so I don't know what the fuck is going what is it's gonna happen as a result of this I wouldn't be surprised if they get a smack on the wrist and maybe they gotta you know go and pick up some ramen noodle cans or, or cup of noodles containers off <laughs> the side stupid. of the road <laughs> right and, I don't you know, think they're gonna actually get jail time I doubt it unfortunately but I do think that at the very least, the judge should allow each parent to open hand slap these girls across the faces. Yeah. And they moms. deserve it. Moms. Right. Or like if, you know, if it's if you're Not a single dad. dad, if you're a single dad, then maybe your sister, your mama. You can call a woman to come slap this bitch in your In stead. your place. Yes. Amen. Because we still have morals. <laughs> now, damn it. Right. We draw the line somewhere, but. Time's you, up. They deserve it. They deserve it. That's, I, I maybe would expect a 19 year old to do something that fucking stupid. Maybe. But 25 and 32. Even at 19, you know it's wrong. Right. You know good and you damn know well, good and but damn 19 well year olds are dumb. 19 <laughs> year olds are dumb. Right. So they do dumb shit, right. even though they know they shouldn't. I'm not giving it a pass, but it's a lot more understandable than a 32 year old ass grown woman being like, where are them sleepy time gummies at? And they probably just did it so they could go outside and smoke cigarettes and smoke or whatever. Right. And just not be bothered with them kids. What the fuck? They was probably groggy for the rest of the day. And parents was like, what the, what is my baby going through? He's having grown ass people gummies in order to go to sleep. And then one another thing that I hate about shit like this and these types of stories is it's one of those things that like, oh, like as a parent, you, f- I, I would feel like it is my responsibility to go down to the to the school and make sure that you get your ass whipped somehow or some way. <laughs> you know, like I feel like you know I have to defend my kid, and I need you to know that you can lose your breath before you ever draw one on a day that you think you're going to drug my baby again. Right. You know, and you cannot do that. Like, you know, like you're not allowed to go down to the school and beat somebody ass, even over like you have to, I guess, let the law deal with it. Yeah, no, you cannot do that. Like, that's how like that man got caught up in the courtroom when he tried to beat that. the Larry Nassar. Yes. Yeah. Understandable. But, but everybody was like, was like, let him do can't, it. But you, but he deserves but you, you just put a parent in a horrible fucking position, right? Because we, you should be allowed to stomp a mug hole into these bitches, mm-hmm. and you aren't. You have to wait for them to hopefully get the, you know, right the consequences of the sentencing that they deserve, and that may not happen. Well, I'm sure all three of them were fired. At, I'm, I'm I, certain. I absolutely, got to be. But that's not be. enough. But you need yeah, to be on fire. That is not enough, and probably charges will be filed. We'll see. We'll see. But. What a fucking mess, man. I know a lot of people who will do a lot of things to try to get their kids to go to sleep. 
I right. get it. I do. But you do not get to... And you knew you was doing something wrong because the medicine did not come from the official daycare nurse or whatever. It wasn't on their lid. You knew. Y'all snuck it in. One of y'all went to Walgreens, Walgreens and bought that and brought it in with the full and intention gave it to them kids like, oh, who wants a piece of candy? Uh, duh, they're two. They all want candy. You did that on purpose. You didn't tell nobody about it on purpose. So... Fuck them bitches. What a fucking mess. Has to be some kind of stupid. I hadn't even heard about that. Um, so thank you for bringing that to my attention. I was going to read somebody who called Whoopi Goldberg uh, Taraji P. Henson. What? Like, you know, like I saw it on Lena Waithe's uh, Insta story. Like, you know how every I'm single year at, at Oscars, they always, or every award show, unless it's BT or some other do mostly black award show, they always mix us up with somebody else. That's true. And there was a photo with uh, Whoopi Goldberg in that pretty dress she had on with her tattoo showing on her shoulder and her braids or her dreads or in a mohawk, mm-hmm. whatever. And it was Captain Taraji P. Henson. How, though? I don't Taraji know. Taraji and Whoopi don't look nothing alike. That is, because remember last year it was Oprah and Whoopi. Wasn't it like, I think one of them, Something. I think they called Whoopi Oprah. Maybe. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they mixed up Oprah and Whoopi. Sometimes they mix up people where I'm like, wow, you didn't even, like, you didn't try, but at least it wasn't so off. Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg are not far. I think they're, like, two years apart in age. But such distinct faces. And just how do you not know Oprah's face? Distinct, like, you should not even be working in any form or whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Why is this your job if that's how you're going to fuck it up? Unless whatever website or magazine, you know, outsourced to some like Russian cell underground that gets these pictures illegally and they just tag it <laughs> whatever because how the fuck do you confuse oh I mean Whoopi Goldberg with Taraji B. Henson right it just doesn't it makes no sense it doesn't make sense but I did see a tweet that said Whoopi look like when your auntie made your dyke cousin dress up for Easter <laughs> Right, and she did. She lovely dress. Christian Siriano did that, but she absolutely like a little closeted lesbian who's being forced to wear dresses. Whoopi always really looks like funny it. when she has on a dress because she rarely wears a dress outside mm-hmm. of going to these award shows. And I had the feeling she was wearing tennis shoes underneath it. She does that too. I feel like she was. She does that too. She be wearing them on set at the view. Like she don't give one. Yes, bitch. Me and my Asics right here. And her shoes are usually cute. I mean. So, anyway, um, I was just linked to Rachel Dolezal apparently has a documentary on Netflix. I won't be paying attention to that. I'm going to skip. Wait a minute. Right over that. Because there's plenty of other white foolishness. So, they giving Rachel Dolezal money. Don't do this. Don't do this. We don't know how much money Rachel Dolezal got for that. If any. Well, no, it had to be something. It had to be something. Wow. I'm floored. Apparently, or maybe, yeah. uh, Anyway, I'm not even going to give my energy to that I wish right that now. she would just get sucked into a wormhole just go raise your your mixed children and leave us alone just why? go away go to the upside down why people insist on being famous why do you have to do this Rachel Dozal could change her hair maybe put on some glasses or something move to the middle of America and nobody get a job and just live her life what the fuck I don't get it but I don't know. Y'all are just addicted to attention, I guess. Anyway, the bitch I'm cussing out this week is named Diana Volatich. I'm assuming that's how you say it. I might be fucking up her last name. She has a podcast called Unapologetic. Um, She is a social study teacher at Crystal River Middle School in Crystal River, Florida. Shout Uh, out to Florida. I already know what I feel about that. And Diana Volatich 
titch, whatever. Don't matter. Um, has been <laughs> uh, on this podcast talking about her white supremacist values. Wait, 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 wait. She's a, she's a podcast and she's a teacher. She has a podcast and she's a teacher. So here's the thing: she had an alter ego, or she went under a fake name, Tiana Dalachov. And Tiana Dalachov is the one who had this white supremacist nationalist podcast. She's the one. Yeah. Tiana is the one who had the active Twitter account. Tiana is the one who uh, was talking about Muslims need to be eradicated from the earth. And she's anti-Semitic. She was even pushing some of these ideals in the classroom and talking about it. She was saying, you know, the principal came up to me and was like, you know, I've gotten complaints from parents. Is there anything for me to worry about? And she was just like, no. And it was dropped because she's white. (laughs) Of course. What? She talks about how... Yes, investigation! Clearly there's a difference between, you know, black kids, you know, a kid from Nigeria and a kid from Sweden. They're not going to learn the same way or have the same IQ because, you know, certain races aren't as smart as others. Like, she's that bitch. She's that fucking wretched. So the thing is, Tiana Dalachov is the one who has been openly saying these things on Twitter and on her podcast. However, where Diana's dumbass fucked up is that she used Mm -hmm. her own photo Mm -hmm. online. Of course. (laughs) And there were all these other like when they when they were investigating, you know, this podcast and is this her or not? It was that she had she talked openly about being a public school teacher. She said, you know, how long she had been working at the school. Obviously didn't get the name of it, but it matched up with how long she had really been working on it. Right. She says that she said that she lived in Crystal River, Florida, which how dumb could you be putting your actual city in an essay? Like, why would you do that? She's 25 years old. So again, old enough, not even to know better or whatever. This bitch is a teacher. Now, granted, it's at a mostly white school, but I am sure that the black and brown kids who were, you know, being taught by this bitch were bearing the brunt of all of her dumb shit. Had to have been of over course. the past school years or whatever, school year or whatever. So she really fucked up when she put her own damn picture on the alter ego account. That racists are typically dumb. stupid. <laughs> But racists from is Florida, so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? You. She. I mean, and I, when I tell you she was on Twitter, it wasn't just like posting the link to her show and then logging off. She was like arguing with people, retweeting the Nazis with her and, picture. Yeah, with her real photo and a fake name, and thought that was all she needed <laughs> to stay anonymous. Bitch, it's 2018. Are you fucking kidding? Niggas and could you're run. 25, and she's wearing the same earrings in the Twitter picture as she is in her official photo on the school's website. Like, she could not make it easier for them to find her. Bitch, it's Google image search days at this point. Don't you know that anybody can save your Twitter avatar, run it through Google image search and see where else that photo has been uploaded to the Internet? Like, it doesn't even take long. And then you sat around and gave out revealing details about your life on a podcast, your real, true information. And you never thought anybody was going to draw. It didn't even take long for them to draw the line. But goddamn. So she has been um, fired. Of course, of course. Even a mostly white school district has to admit that. And they probably find her like, you know, our hands are tied. (laughs) Diana, I really hate to do this, but. 
the open hatred of niggers and Jews. <laughs> it's just not tolerable, I unfortunately. Guess. We would love to. You know how we feel, but we just can't. It's just It's public. Like, we just don't. There's no way around this. Right. You. She really should be teaching how not to behave on social media. Because I can't believe a teacher is this fucking stupid. I cannot. And somebody young, you're 25, you grew up with social media. That's what I'm saying. How could you be this dumb? I don't get it. How are you this stupid? She was bragging about being on the podcast about being a white supremacist and bringing it into the school and you know and lying to administration about it so she just couldn't have been dumber there's lots of screenshots on Huffington Post of her tweets where she's saying stuff like it isn't supremacist or hateful to prefer your own people over others that's literally what it is white people I don't even get it she doesn't believe in white privilege no surprise she doesn't believe in systemic racism. Really, girl? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are we on Mad TV right now? <laughs> do, you, do you believe in oxygen? Do you believe in electricity? Do you believe in... What? Oh, man. Yeah, I think at this point, when this first came out, they were like, oh, we can't, you know, we can't comment on it. But at this point, everybody knows who the fuck she is. And so... She sounds like one of them greasy looking white bitches that be on Claws. You Have you ever what? watched that? No, I've seen like one episode and I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Honestly, she sounds like one of these bitches in uh, or Indiana or Iowa or whatever the fuck that was. She probably got dial-up at home and that's why she don't know nothing she's, about. She's honestly terrible. If you go to Huffington Post, they had the exclusive story about it. And when I tell you they took screenshots of all of these tweets, they... They um, downloaded some of the audio from her podcast and reposted it on SoundCloud because I'm sure she's deleted that SoundCloud by now. But bitch, is too late. The internet never forgets. Screenshots, don't forget. Your own voice. Your own voice. I just can't imagine. And she was even saying shit like more white supremacists need to take jobs as teachers and administrators and and be covert and just get in there and start spreading your views, you know, in small ways to these kids. This is and these are the people that Donald Trump wants to give guns to. I mean, honestly, she's in Florida, so she could have easily been a teacher with a pistol. And who knows what she would have done under the wrong circumstances who knows what she could have it's just it's unfathomable to me that not even that somebody could be this racist and then choose to like take on a job that means that you are responsible for helping children learn and grow and be better people like it's a middle school social studies class like social studies meaning she is probably talking about issues that affect our society and being very biased and hateful and racist about it because that's how she fucking feels it's not surprising to me that a bitch like that would even make it to the school system what I can't believe is that you were dumb enough to use your real voice and no you didn't use no kind of software to alter your voice or nothing like that bitch what are you thinking you used your real photo on the internet bitch what how 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 we've been online for too many years it's just not my twitter photo ain't even me you could have Googled white woman smiling or something and just picked the fifth row down random picture and used that bitch for your avatar. The fact that you used your own real photo and you just and and talked about your life and you were lazy with details about your location and everything else. It's like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Are you really out of your fucking mind? Probably. Fuck Diana, Diana, however the fuck you say it. Sis, fuck you 
all day long. I don't know what. I don't know what possesses these hoes. I really don't. But it's crazy because I feel like almost inexcusable. All of us can say that we've had a teacher like this before. They just didn't have hot guys. Right. They were smart enough to be racist in a time where, first of all, everybody wasn't recording every fucking thing. Right. So it wasn't no hard proof like this. And they weren't going out, like, spreading it where somebody else could hear it. It's just so... It reminded me of... Um, and I tell you... <laughs> So the Tanya Harden case, the fact that the big dude, whatever his name was, I forgot it. The fact that he was like the one orchestrating the attack or whatever and then went home and told everybody, oh, you know about that Nancy Kerrigan thing? I did that. The Tanya Harden shit, I was behind that. Like you went around and told everybody, this bitch is going into school every day, being racist on the low and then going on the internet and telling everybody about it and never thought anybody was going to make the connection. Bitch how? Bitch how? I just don't get it. I don't You're either. too dumb to be a teacher. Like racist, That's I expect. Sadly enough, I expect racism. But you're just too stupid. Especially in some place called Crystal Crystal Water, Crystal River, Florida. Crystal River, Florida. Yeah, I don't know where that is. And since you don't know either, I'm assuming that it's probably Trump country. I don't. I don't really know. But it's just this makes no sense. This just is, girl. How? How? Honestly, if it's above West Palm Beach, it's definitely Lynch in town. <laughs> like, like and, and West Palm is like being gracious. I like how everybody who isn't in like a coastal city, the South and the Midwest and Southwest and all that, we have like the places in the state where you know you can go, you're probably going to be all right. And then everywhere else is basically a sundown town. And yeah. you just don't. Yeah. And you just do not. I'll never, I always tell a story of like the one time that I drove back from Atlanta with my mom from Atlanta to Florida. Only time, I, I mean, to Miami. The only time I've ever done it, like 13 hours. And we stopped for gas oh, somewhere in the panhandle. Like just a couple of hours after leaving Atlanta. We stopped for gas and just being outside of the car, like I went to go get some chips or something in the gas station. And I remember telling my mother, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so scared. Like, I want to go yeah. now. It was just me <laughs> and her real. and I think my aunt. And I was like, I've never, like, I've been around white people that like clearly make me feel unwanted and gross and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I felt like in danger. It was the middle of the day, yeah. bright and sunny outside. Like, and those white people looked like at any moment they would have thrown us into the back of a white van. Right. I was ready to leave. That's very real like there we would be warned about you know you just do not want to be caught in certain places after dark you need to have your ass this was a couple years in ago. Tulsa or Oklahoma City where there are <laughs> lots of Negroes and the white people are used to seeing Negroes like you just don't want to stop in small town USA because you never fucking know what you're going to run into with these people so fuck Diana I just again girl can't believe you were that dumb about your racism really can't believe you used your real photo on the internet furthermore how could you feel about anybody taking your advice or anything that you've said seriously when you did something so stupid too right like why would I ever take anything that you have to say like as anything right like you're very dumb (laughs) (laughs) You're very. You made it so easy to be caught. Clearly stupid. <laughs> You've only been teaching there for a year. <laughs> like I'm gonna go get my racism elsewhere. <laughs> Thanks, girl. So public podcast. You didn't think maybe everybody who was listening was not a fan of yours, and when they heard you were a teacher, was like, "Huh? Let me see if I can start drawing the lines right. together, and figure out who this bitch is." Wow. Stupid bitch. 
<sighs> anyway, what a dummy. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and follow us on social at thisistheread. Kefir, you have any news this week? Yes. Um, shout out to DC and surrounding areas. Yes. We will see you guys and gals um, this weekend. Um, make sure that you also check out the pop-up shop hosted by Asante. It will be taking place at the Blind Wino, which you guys reminded me is where we had uh, Trilloween once in oh, D.C. Right. We'll be there uh, on Saturday, March 10th, same day as the show, from 12 to 4. So you can go there, party with Asante. I'm sure we'll be playing music and being ghetto. And then you can <laughs> come to the show afterwards. Fun, fun. Um, also, Asante has a second show that was added to his yeah, If I, were, if a I rapper. were a Rapper sold out. Yes. A musical comedy game night. That is taking place March 24th. So if you didn't get a ticket to go to the first one because it's sold out, then you can go ahead. If these ain't sold out too by now, I mean, I don't know. This is like, <laughs> this has been up a while ago. So you can go and grab tickets at if I were a rapper.com. Um, and yeah, there are some more tickets I think left for the other shows. We've got Boston on April 7th, St. Louis on May 5th, Toronto June 2nd, and Oakland June 9th. Um, and then we will do, we will do, be doing Essence Fest in uh, July. So lots of of things going on. We're coming to a city near you. So check us out again, thereadlive.com for tickets. And if you didn't see your name anywhere on the flyer, girl, calm down. (laughs) This is just a spring. Spring. We'll see. You know, there's still some year left. So, but yeah, feel free to let us know. Hey, girl, you haven't been here or you haven't been here in a long time or whatever. So. Yeah, let us know where you want the read to come to your city. Um, I'm giving away two tickets to Asante's uh, first show, the first If I Were show, um, and I cannot figure out how I'm going to give them away. I don't know how to run a contest or anything like that. So I just am going to figure it out. Yeah, I don't even... Just... You know what? The first person who comments on... Go to Asante's Instagram. Hey, Asante. And whatever his most recent picture is, the first person to comment with, do it look like I got left off of bed and bougie, is going to win the two tickets. Please make sure you are in the New York City area and you will be on the day of the show. Don't just go and comment and then you're like, oh, I live in Oregon. I'm not going to be there because then I have to do the giveaway again. So, yeah, if you want the tickets, go do that. That'll be fun for me to see. Um, also, on April 13th, our sisters, Jade and Kia of Getting Grown, are doing their one-year anniversary show. And Yay. I will be there for the Kitchen Table Talk. That is Friday, April 13th at 8 p.m. at The Ark in Washington, D.C. You can get your tickets. They are on sale Friday, I believe, at 10 a.m. at Getting Grown Live. That's Getting with No G at the in grownlive.com so proud of those two very excited to um share the stage with them and talk to my girls so come out and let's have a good time and other than that i don't think i have any other news what about you we have an acronym um that's all for me i gotta get home in this fucking snow man yeah, I don't, I can't not think of an acronym okay. at all. So you all just be blessed. Fuck Veronica Vega and... Again, uh, and always. And fuck Veronica. for all We all black. The time. Bitch, no, we're not all black. We're not. We're not. We're not. Like, because you're not. We are. We you're not. And I don't care about your great, great, 
great great abuela or do not care I'm not about the one drop of, of black three generations back <laughs> bitch please why on the previous episode when Trina asked you why you feel like you could say nigga you didn't just say oh cause I'm black here are the receipts right cause you aren't cause you aren't shut up and you have never claimed a black identity it's cute for you now cause you wanna say nigga bitch bye and your music is still trash so you don't have a leg to stand on alright All right, guys take care of yourself see you next week Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.